right, greetings. Welcome. Better's Last Stand. Matt and Chris here with you in the Pine Room studio. Coach out on golf duties. Not the Pine Room World Golf Classic Championship mm-hmm. duties. He's on the uh, West Virginia State Tournament for boys golf in high school. So he's got to do the announcing and do the awards and all that kind of stuff. So he won't be joining us today. He did send some of his picks in. So we'll go through those as well. Uh, got a lot to talk about today. MLB playoffs in full swing. We got an NHL starting next week. College football week six. NFL week five. We got the uh, F1 uh, guys are in Qatar. NASCAR at the Charlotte Roval. Last uh, race for an- before another cut down in the playoffs. Uh, we got Champions League soccer, which I wish we could talk about today, but we're not going to have time. Uh, it's starting up right now. We'll talk more about that once they get towards the end of the group stages. Uh, match day three or maybe two. Now that's a match level right two. behind the Premier League. No, no, this is this is the Champions League. These are the best teams. All the teams that qualify out of Europe that win that win their leagues, or depending on how many teams are in okay. it, you right. qualify right. for this. This is the best of the best. This is the best. The best competition in the world, bar none, uh, for club soccer. So you get all the best teams in Europe playing in this in group stage, and then they uh, go out to the advance of the knockout tournament that okay. will be done uh, in the summertime. So, yeah, so that's just starting up here in match day two, I think it is. Uh, so the second – oh, no, that not good. I got Red Star Belgrade, and they just gave up a goal. Yeah, I just saw it. And and young was boys, like... yeah, just, just scored on them 1-1. So – Anyway, uh, soccer always uh, in full swing this time of year. Lots of excitement there. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are facing elimination right now. They're down 4 nothing in the bottom of the fourth here in the game two of that wild card Ooh. series. Um, and the Blue Jays and Twins coming up here in a couple of minutes. Uh, we had a pretty good week last week. We were up 32 units, 32.25 units last week on the, the show. That's the best week so far, man? I believe so. Yeah. At least the best that I recall. <laughs> uh, Sam had Ryan Blaney as well as I did uh, in the NASCAR, so that was a nice winner at 12-1 to at Talladega. Sam also had a nice prop for Ryan Tannehill to throw over a half a touchdown, and he did that, of course. Uh, so Sam was up about plus 725 on the week, coaching on his Jeez. best week, 5-9 and nine in college football for coach, including 0-1 on his best bets. But he was 3-1 and one in the NFL, and he had a best bet winner with the Houston Texans. He was minus about three units overall. Chris, you were 3-6, three 3-6-1 six, three, six in college Ooh. football, a push on your best bet with Boston College, 2-2 two two oh, in the yeah. NFL. Uh, best what was bet, my best bet? Uh, was the it? Eagles. Oh, yeah, and they, they, they won by barely three, beat yeah. the skins, but yeah, that's, you know. You never know how those games. I'll get one of these. I'll get them right yeah. one day. But no, nah, that's all right. <laughs> it's you, hard. You've done all right. So uh, I was terrible in college football, four and six, five zero oh, and one zero oh, in the NFL. I actually had the best NFL day I've had in a, in a little bit. Yeah, because you even did well on that sheet, didn't you? The Abby's thing. Yeah, you we had, had three had good, losses. You had a good yeah, week, yeah, uh, two week or four. one or two will win that though. We we actually well, know, but we still, actually I... legitimately had a real chance of going undefeated. Uh, and you know, sometimes you'll have a pick on there, and it's just it's a loser from the start. Like yes. you know, it's done. But uh, we had two teams choke away double-digit leads, and then the Deshaun Watson. I would have never picked the Browns if he wasn't playing. So uh, that one went against us. But anyway, we'll we'll move on. uh, the Ryder Cup. Actually, let me go back to me. I was four and six in college, five zero and one in NFL, which is stunning for me. I was four and one in the AFL, and I had Ryan Blaney in NASCAR. It was a really good week for me. Jeez. Plus uh, about fifteen units, plus fourteen eighty on the week. Shocking. And then probably my best thing that I gave out all week was right here on the show last week. The Ryder Cup exact score sixteen and a half to eleven and a half. Nailed that one at seventeen to one. So hopefully some people got that. It's a really good one. Uh, USA was really never in contention. They got. 
blitzed from the start, and uh, Europe uh, yeah, pretty much cruised well the victory. Done. So yeah, that's impressive. So yeah, it was a really really strong week for me. So there's nowhere to go but down from here. And uh, we'll see see how baseball can treat us and some of these other things going forward. We got the Duggar Saucy Spread Week Seven coming up this week. If you haven't checked us out on the Football Friday Show, be sure and do that. We are out at Gummies in Elm Grove again this week, and then I believe we go to Moundsville the following week. Uh, we're starting to wind down there. It's already week seven yes. of the Duggars saucy spreads in uh, college or uh, high school. Ohio high school is in week eight now, which is just crazy. Season's almost over. Playoff talk uh, starting up, but uh, lots more coming here on the Pine Room. We have uh, the, the World Golf Classic you guys had on Sunday. Yeah. Video of that will be coming out. Uh, Scotty and James, the winner there. Uh, we had some other guys have good showing, so that was an exciting, exciting time as always for everybody. And uh, there will be a uh, very comprehensive uh, video coming out to uh, document all that great golfing yeah, by everybody. Some, yeah, Superior I, golf and shot making at that beautiful course up there at the park. Although three. I tell you, uh, uh, Brad and I played with uh, – Job and say, and, and, and each one of those guys had a really in, incredible, <laughs> like a chip shot or whatever, but they, they did well yeah. and they kicked our ass. You know what? I attribute this to uh, they both have steady women in their lives now, so that's uh, maybe that's the reason they're starting to play better golf. Who, say, yeah, say's got a girlfriend, Job's oh, got a girlfriend. I didn't want a new job, I didn't know say, yeah, All you right. never, you, you may not have been there then time i mean she he brought her to the pond room she no, was there no, you sure think. you were there week one i think well it depends on what time yeah, brought yeah it's true but anyway <laughs> Could have been yeah. foggy so yeah both have women in their life both uh, their golf games are, are uh, on the upswing so stay tuned for that lots going on with that stuff uh we got the uh blazing paddles pickleball coming up there in october i believe that's october 22nd i guess it is october now 22nd mm-hmm. i think I believe that's a sunday uh, so lot lots happening here. We got some uh, guests. Jarrett, you guys had a guest on last night on the regular podcast. Uh, guy named Vincent Mason out of Nashville, recording yeah. artist. So you'll, nice kid. So you'll have uh, that coming out in the podcast probably yesterday if you're listening to this. And then uh, we uh, we have our friends from Denmark. A couple of girls that are doing a documentary on dog racing around Wheeling, which is fascinating and uh, we got to talk to them over at abby's a few weeks ago and uh they're going to join us on uh skype or zoom uh next podcast i'm going to talk with them for a while and uh continue to try to help them track down info to get their get their film done and hopefully save the dog industry that's yes. that's the idea so uh tons happening here in the pine room studios as always be sure to check us out bls underscore prp and at the pine room studios on social media Uh, where we post all the pics and all the other type of content that you may be interested in. All right, Chris, let's not waste any time here. Let's get right into baseball. We said the Rays are struggling. They had four errors yesterday, down 4 nothing again today. Uh, Milwaukee gives up three-run lead last night with their best pitcher on the mound. The pressure's on. I feel like, don't you think the pressure turns to these home teams then? After the road team wins game one, like intense pressure. Oh, absolutely! Because then, then there's, there's, I mean, that's it, one and done. Right. I mean, if you lose, that's it. And, yeah, and, and and you're in front of your home crowd too, and, and you're the whatever favorite. you call that in Tampa. I don't even know well, if that's a yeah. home crowd. Yeah, and it, and I don't really know how uh, Tampa has fared this year defensively, but man, that yesterday was a fiasco. Right before I came down to the podcast, I saw that guy in center field just yeah. wave at a ball and knocked it. Down, but it went way up in the air. He tried to get a guy out of third, threw it in the stands. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was just it was just bad baseball, and, and here they are down four nothing today. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much pressure they feel at home, and because what was their attendance? I saw a hell worst of a- worst crowd since nineteen nineteen ever recorded at a major league playoff baseball game. 
if you can believe that. That's what, 104 years? Yeah. That's pathetic. And they're, and they're getting a new stadium, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know how the, the wow, taxpayers, I'd be pissed if I was them. On yeah. the contrast, in contrast, the Phillies yeah, they sold good. their games yep. out yep. immediately, mm-hmm. and tickets on the street are going for 500 times the amount of face value, 500% uptick in price wow. from face value. So that tells you which teams care or which cities care and which teams don't. And, which and you know, don't. and a lot of those, and, and you know, we know – all too well about Philadelphia fans. I mean, they, they are passionate. It, yes. It's a hell of an electricity in those arenas, whether you're watching the Eagles or the Flyers, whenever they might have been good. Uh, <laughs> been a while. But but uh, in, in the Philly, so I, I, they're, they're getting momentum, and I, I really like Philly. Yeah, I would say Atlanta definitely don't yeah. want to play them. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a, I think that's the only team that maybe could beat Atlanta uh, just because of the way it's going to come out. They're going to be coming yeah. off rest. Philly only needs to get one game there in Atlanta, and then uh, they yes. are then in position to uh, – Come come back home and uh, and flex their muscles and yeah now Texas just goes up five nothing here so um, I got this game under and I don't think it's gonna last but uh, Milwaukee as I said they choked away a lead last night three nothing yeah. they're another team I just have been skeptical of them all year because they can't hit and they left so many guys on base again last night they had a chance to build that lead they never did and you knew it was gonna come back and bite them um, it's the same old story Craig well, Council right and we've talked about. Uh that throughout the this the the year on on the on the on these shows about it, we were never really impressed with no. the Brewers. I mean, somebody had to win that division, but correct. I mean, they 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 just were to, to me. They're just a, an above average team. Yes, and and no more than that. And they, you mentioned Council. I, I, <clears throat> there's rumors that he might not be coming back. Yeah, I think it's in his last year of his contract. I mean, I, I don't know how much to blame him for. No, uh, no, I'm not blaming. But him. I, I just, do blame. But I, but, but I do to some extent. I think it's time to, to you know turn the page there. Mm-hmm. They've been the same exact team for the last like six, seven years. I feel like uh, they they can never yeah. hit. Mm-hmm. They have a little bit of pitching uh, or in a good bullpen. And into this year, they had some injuries to their starters. But again, your starter gets staked to a three nothing lead last night, and he can't hold it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just no excuse for that. Uh, the Twins finally win a playoff game. They lost eighteen straight. They saved oh four one. Yeah, oh four. They uh, took one game off the Yankees. They, they escaped the Yankees, who they played. They seemingly played every year. Uh, not this year. They take game one from the Blue Jays, who is another team. I just never saw the Blue Jays kicking into no. gear. Thought their talent level was a little bit better than what their their oh, their record. That lineup they had, yes. as far as hitting, my God, they got some studs in there. Right, and it just seems like they just can't timely hit in, in mm-hmm. big games, and, and they kind of go cold, um, and we'll see what happens today. But I would say the Twins are in a good position to win that series. Yes, and you know, you mentioned that the timely hitting. That is so – I mean, sometimes it just goes overlooked during the season. But when, you, when it's crunch time like that, and you can't, you know, get a clutch hit with, with, right. with, with two outs when, you know – that, that 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 really comes back to haunt you, and it, and it seems and like the same teams mm-hmm. can't do it every year. And then right. there's the teams that can, and the players that can. There's not that many of them, but it, all you need in baseball is one guy that can get up in key positions and and make that you know have that key at bat, get the big mm-hmm. hit, and you can win these series. Because a lot of times the the pitching gets dialed in. It's a little bit tougher to score. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think Kevin Cash is saying right now? As he yeah. gets interviewed down 5 nothing. If yeah. I was him, I'd say, I, I, fuck I, off, man. Like, yeah. I mean, I, they probably are. They, they're, they're obligated to do that, right? I'm assuming. Somebody What are they going to do if he didn't, though? Well, Ban yeah, him? True. Eject yeah. him? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right. The Marlins, uh, they don't hit enough either. They're yeah. another team. I just – last night, chances against the Phillies. I mean – Wheeler pitched okay, but 
He's beatable. I like the Marlins today, though, a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. By the time you listen to this, they may be out. Thought maybe they could get one off Nola, who hasn't been yeah. super solid. And they're a feel-good story. And, I, and it was because, gee, they've been down for yeah for so long. And it's really good to see a, a different team in there. I just don't. I just think they're inexperienced. Yeah, they are. They it's are. It's going to be tough for them to, to, to pull yeah, this one. I agree. Out. And the Marlins yeah. fans, honestly, you can't bitch. They've only been around for like 25 years, and they've got two World Series. So. They, yeah, they, right. They've had a pretty good run. When they do invest in the team, they are pretty good, and they have done a good job of getting young talent. So mm-hmm. uh, by no means do I think the Marlins are in a bad spot. I don't think they're a fluke to be here either. I think they're a team that's on the upswing, and I would expect them to continue to build and be uh, a pretty good uh, small market team in the future. Really? Uh, well, Chris, any any thought, anything changed since last week as far as teams that you think maybe could be dangerous? I mean, you mentioned the Phillies. Yeah, I guess that's, that's it's pretty the much team I'm going going yeah. for in the National League anyway. I just yeah. I don't know after watching them last night, and and I've been saying it for a while. I think they got enough uh, to 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 get to the World Series, and you know, even uh, although man, it, you know, getting getting past the Braves, wow. I mean that that, yeah. t- that, that team has what few weaknesses? Very. Very I mean, few, but I, I but I, I'm still going to go. I'm going to ride the Phillies. Yeah, I'm I, I'm impressed with uh, a team that I, I I liked Texas early in the season. I thought they had a lot of ups and downs throughout the year, and then I was kind of off them once they lost all their arms. But I'll say Montgomery threw a game that was way above his head yesterday. Mm-hmm. If he continues to pitch like that, and Avaldi's been very solid here so far. Uh, Bochy's got the experience. They could be dangerous yes. in the American League. I think uh, if they hold on here to a 5 nothing lead, no reason to yeah, think they, they wouldn't. Yeah. But, uh, you know, right now you start managing these games right now. Bochy's going to his best arm. As soon as there's a threat right here, you get their best guy up in the bullpen, and you, and you just keep moving on because you can save yourself a few days here uh, if you can get this win and uh, get yourself yeah. a couple extra days. And you know, and you, had, you talked earlier about about crunch time, and you think about it. You know, so here's Tampa, you know, you go through what 162 game season, and then it comes down to, right. to the, like three he, games. So they already lose. the Yeah, the second game. best record in the American League. Right, and then so th- these guys got to be pressing and just right. like trying to do too much. And, and so I can understand the pressure. May like you said, maybe not down here because there's probably 15,000 people there. But then you know, <laughs> you know, teams that that have a passionate fan base and and there's you know 50,000 people with the game. I, I can see where you know holding that bat a little bit tighter. And, yes. Oh. No so, question. Yeah, and then you it. say, "Wow, we did all that for this." Like, I mean, in the whole season, and then two games, boom, we're done. Yeah. Well, we shall stay tuned. MLB. So maybe, may, maybe you know, the Pirates will be uh, next year's Marlins, right? Maybe you never know. It's, Depends on what they're it's always season. possible. All right, let's jump into uh, college football now there as we, we switch over. Um, baseball to football, not a not a fun switch for either one of us guys here. We would probably prefer to watch the baseball over the oh, over the football that, any any time yes. yes, uh, no over, over the football. But anyway, that's what the people want. That's what they tell us. Uh, people want football, 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 American football. Yeah. As the Rays is ground into an inning-ending double play, so we go to the top of the six. There, still five nothing. All right, Friday's games uh, interesting, I guess. Uh, Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Be the Wildcats on the road laying eleven and a half. You don't see that very often at T Boone Pickens Stadium. Yeah, uh, fifty five is the total. Um, Say's team's been struggling. Kansas State's pretty good. Um, any any thoughts on this game? I got uh, K State off the bye week. Uh, they're fourteenth in uh, scoring, um, averaging thirty nine a game. Uh, defensively, they're not bad as well. Eighteen. Uh, I think uh, the eleven and a half is too high. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Oklahoma State. I think Kansas State will win, 
But I but think Cowboys I, I, with the cover. Yes. Okay. I, I lean that way too. I don't have a play in that game, but I lean that way. Uh, Coach has no play in that one. Nebraska at Illinois, also on a Friday night, eight o'clock. FS1. You're a lion, I Chris I, Brett Bielema. What uh, the hell was I smoking? Forty four and a half. Well, I <laughs> thought they'd be a little better than but, they are. But I mean, th- this is this is awful. I mean. They're awful offensively. They, they, they you have them over the six and a half. Six and a half was your best bet in the Big Ten. Over six and a half wins, oh, so geez. they Boy, better my, get going. Oh my gosh, yeah, they're. De- I mean, they, they don't get stops on defense. Uh, plus, they turn the fucking ball over. Uh, actually, I think in in the Big Ten, I think they're they're dead last in scoring and total defense. <laughs> so, I I mean, in Nebraska is yeah. not really much much better, but no. uh, I. I'm going to take the game under. I, okay. I, 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 I don't really have a good feel for Nebraska. Yeah. But just what a disappointment Illinois has been. Yeah. I lean Illinois in this game, but I don't know. Both of these teams suck. I have no uh, official play on that one. And Coach does not either. Yeah, I'm just looking at his picks now. All right. Moving on. Saturday kicks uh, noon Eastern. Boston College and Army. Uh, this one, the totals dropped on this game quite a bit. Boston College has actually been able to score some points, which is rare for them. Open 52, down to 49.5. The Black Knights at home, minus three. Any any position on this game, Chris? No, I, I like Army at home. I, I mean, I'm, I know last week I had BC as one of my picks, but uh, no, I'm going to go take the Black Knights. They're, yeah. they're not a bad team and playing at home, and, and I never leave. You know, BC, I'm not really sure how good they are on the road. So, yeah. go with the Knights. Yeah, I agree. I think Army's a hard team to prepare for. Uh, Boston College, actually, I thought would have a little bit better of a defense. Their defense is not very good. Their offense yeah. has been better. So, a uh, complete flip from what the program's been like the last couple of years. All right. A SEC battle, LSU on the road to Missouri. Missouri catching six and a half at home. The total is 64 and a half. Uh, Coach gives Missouri out as one of his strongest plays of the week. So, Chris, what do you think about this? I, I, I don't like Brian Kelly, but I don't love Missouri either. No, I don't either. I think I would uh, bet over in this game if I had uh, to make a choice. No, Missouri or LSU's uh, won the last three, and um, I I like them. I I, I mean, I <laughs> for betting purposes, I'm going to go with LSU. I do not like Brian Kelly. Same, same with you. <laughs> right. I mean, and but LSU's only won, won three versus the spread. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to take uh, the battle of the Tigers. I'm going to take the LSU Tigers. Okay, Chris on six LSU. Is that what it is? Six yep. and a half. Yeah. Okay. Coach on Mizzou. Uh, I'll be probably leaning towards the over in that game. I don't really love either one of those teams. All right, let's go to the Big Ten. It's the Maryland Terrapins at the High State Buckeyes. Ohio State minus twenty. Total fifty eight. Open fifty five and a half. Now up to fifty eight. Um, a lot of people on Maryland, which scares hmm. me a little bit here. Um, Maryland was a sneaky play last year. I remember sweating that game out. Um, we had Maryland uh, in a tight one. They played them very close last year, but this is at, at Ohio State. I, I, I don't know. To me, this seems like maybe a game Ohio State could uh, run away late and uh, and pull away. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I like. You know what? <clears throat> Ohio State will win the game. They've won all eight in this series, uh, although I think um, – uh, Maryland's got it, uh, you know. They got it. They might have an advantage in quarterback, but it is yes. at Notre or not Notre Dame. It is at Ohio State. Uh, right. Maryland's physical. They got a strong running game, and um, they're number two in the nation in turnover margin. Uh, I'm going to go with Maryland getting uh, 20. Okay, if I can get that to 21, I might mm-hmm. take Maryland. Uh, I just feel like this this game just worries me. Too many people 
Uh, loving the Terps, but we'll see. Uh, Coach has, uh, let's see, did he have anything on this game? I don't think he did. He does not. So we'll move along. And, oh, no, I'm wrong. He does. He likes Maryland here. Not not one of his strongest plays, but he's got to lean towards Maryland. Rutgers at Wisconsin, the next game that we go to, sticking in the Big Ten. What an exciting clash. Yes. Uh, Rutgers on the road, catching 14, the total 44.5. There's been some early play on the over in this game, which is kind of interesting. Wisconsin opening it up a little bit more on offense than they, than they have been, but they're not very good. I've, I've been against them a few times and uh, came out on the right side of catching some points with some really bad teams, but um, I don't think that uh, Luke Fickle's got this team where he needs it to be yet. Yeah. I think Rutgers could be pesky here. I, I'm leaning towards the Scarlet Knights yeah, if I can get 14 and a half. Right, and they, they've been playing pretty well. Uh, Wisconsin's 4-0 against the spread, but I, I'll take the Scarlet Knights as well getting two touchdowns. Yeah. All right, that's a good one. I, I think that the Scarlet Knights could be pesky with your boy Shiano on uh, on the, the sidelines for them. All right, let's keep it going. Oklahoma and Texas, Ooh. the Red River Is this rivalry. the game of the week, you think? Is this the- yeah, absolutely. Uh, on ABC at noon, it'll be the Longhorns minus 6.5, the total 60.5. Coach loves the under, or the over, I'm sorry, the over. He likes over 60.5. That is his best bet of the mm. week. I lean Oklahoma here, and I lean the under, so I'm a little bit against Coach. I don't love either one, but I'm impressed with Oklahoma. I think they've been better than what people are giving them credit for. What do you say, Chris? I am going, and this is going to be my best play. I'm okay. taking Texas given six and a half. Okay. I just think Oklahoma, I mean, they're they're good, but they've, they've played a relatively easy schedule. Uh, I agree. To this point, uh, I think you know Texas is uh, their interior lineman. I think they should win the battle up front. And uh, on both sides of the ball. so uh, And I think Texas is the real deal playing at home, so I'm going with them. Okay. Coach uh, on the over in the game and Chris on Texas. Those are their best bets Mm -hmm. in college. So you get those right out of the way at noon. You'll have your your bankroll built up heavy if you go Texas and over. And you guys will put some jingle in your pocket. All right, let's go out west. Pac-12 game, 3 o'clock, which is noon out there. Washington State Cougars on the road at the UCLA Bruins. The Bruins, minus three and a half. The total, 59. Um, I like Washington State in this game. I think they're a very good team. I think they're getting a little overlooked here. Uh, I'll take them getting the three and a half, Chris. Matt, I'm going with you. They're sneaky good. We've talked about them before in in the Pac-12. I think them, and we kind of paired them up with Oregon State as teams that are overlooked. So I'm taking the Cougars as well. And Coach is on Washington State as well. Uh, So all three of us on the Cougs there. That can't be good. All right. Let's go to the ACC. The Syracuse Orange on the road after a terrible loss and home to Clemson. Actually, it's not terrible, but they didn't play very well. Uh, They will be at North Carolina Chapel Hill, North Carolina minus eight and a half, total 60. Uh, any opinion in this game, Chris? Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Tar Heels minus eight and a half. They're, they're arrested at a bye week. Syracuse after a humiliating loss to Clemson has it going to road, so I'm taking the Tar Heels. I would lean that way, too. Don't have a play, but I would lean towards the Heels at home. Staying in the ACC, it's the Wake Forest Demon Deacons on the road at the Clemson Tigers. Clemson off the win. In the Carrier Dome over Syracuse last week, they'll be laying 21 at home, the total 51. Any any thoughts on this one? Well, Matt, uh, Clemson's defense pretty good and, and only giving up about 260 yards a game. Uh, Wake really struggles at quarterback, so uh, I, I'm going to take the under. I like under as well here, Chris. I think that's mm. a, I think that's a smart play. I don't think Wake Forest anywhere near as good as they were on offense last year with Hartman going 
to Notre Dame. That's a heck yes. of a, a yeah. lot to, to uh, you know, replace there. So I think uh, over or under seems like a good logical mm-hmm. play there. All right, let's keep it in the ACC. It's the Virginia Tech Hokies at the Florida State Seminoles. Seminoles mm-hmm. minus 24 and a half. The total, 52 and a half. Florida State off last week. Virginia Tech with a big win over Pitt yeah. uh, at home. I really, really, really like Florida State in this game. I think they will absolutely destroy Virginia Tech. Uh, I don't think this is my best bet, but it's pretty close. And uh, I will be going with the uh, Seminoles minus the 24.5. What are you on, yeah, Chris? Yeah, I, I, uh, Florida State's uh, 4-0 for second year in a row, and uh, they're only one of 13 teams to average 40 points a game, and Virginia Tech's not very good at all. So, But I, I'm not sure about the 24.5, so I, I've got the over. Okay. Yeah. the over. Yep. No, I think that's probably a pretty good uh, coach yeah. on Florida State as well. Uh, coach on a game that I was going to skip, but we'll go to it real quick. North Texas Mean Green catching six at Navy. The total 61 is 330 kick on CBS Sports. Coach is on the North Texas Mean Green here, plus the six. So any anything to add on that game, Chris? Uh, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to go with the military academy. So. All right. Take Navy uh, – Given the six. more disciplined team. Absolutely. Yes, yes. All right, back to the Big Ten we go. The Purdue Boilermakers on the road at the Iowa Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes minus two and a half. Total 38 and a half. Iowa lost their quarterback. Yes, they did. Cade McNamara out for the season. That's really going to hurt this really good offense. Mm. <laughs> well, this uh, was... The good thing about that is when, you repl- when you're replacing a quarterback for Iowa, you're not really replacing a whole lot of production. So yes, uh, right. it's hard to imagine the other guy can be as bad. But I think McNamara actually was all right. So this could be really bad for, for this uh, Iowa team. I really like the under in this game. Coach is on the under as well. Chris, where, where do you stand? Uh, well, because of that quarterback being out. And Purdue just uh, hammered Illinois, uh, even though it's at uh, Iowa. Uh, I'm going with the Boilermakers to go in there and win this game. All right. Chris on the boilers. I yes. like it. That's yep. a, uh, I, this I like was a, it. When I was going through these games, Matt, that was probably the first one because – you know, there's always one of these one or two matchups, and we we say the uh, it's the nap game. Yeah, so th- this could be one of them. Uh yes, it could be. It could be <laughs> uh, a game that could also be a nap game. No, not really. Uh, Alabama at Texas A and M. Your boy Jimbo Fisher hosting Nick Saban. Uh, Tide will be a two and a half point road favorite. Total forty nine and a half. Coach and I differ on this game, Chris. Uh, you'll be breaking the tie if you have an opinion on the side. I like Alabama in the game. I think Saban, oh my God, Texas is just teeing off. I mean, it's batting wow. practice right now. Uh, 7 nothing Rangers. Hmm. And I don't know what Kevin Cash is waiting on. They, they, he's left his reliever in for a while. Uh, Alabama, anyway, on the road, minus 2.5, total 49.5. I'm on Bama. I don't love them, but I don't like Texas A&M. And Coach is heavy on the, the Aggies here. Where do you stand? Oh, I'm going with you. I I, I would have had a mark two and a half. I got I got Bam. I, I any day of the week I'm going to take Saban over Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, and he and he beat him last time out, so Saban's going to be pissed. Yes, like and, you know, revenge factor. And Bama Bama came off a pretty impressive win last week. I know it was only Mississippi State, but they they did appear to they found something they, on they offense. They look more like the Alabama that yeah. we're used to. So. I think they found something a little bit on offense, mm-hmm. so they can build off that. And I don't know if Texas A&M wins this game, then maybe Miami my Miami team is actually better mm-hmm. than I expect too. So I don't know, not really there yet. But uh, coach coach on the Aggies, Chris and I on the. T- Let's drop down to the Big 12, UCF, Ooh. Kansas. Two teams coming off of very, uh, I would say, poor second-half performances. UCF blows a huge lead to Baylor. 
uh, which was a good thing for us. We were enjoying that. Uh, Kansas, who was in the game kind of at halftime against Texas, surrendered nearly 700 yards of offense last week to the Horns. That's never going to work. Kansas minus two at home. The total 65. So a lot, lot of steam on the over in this game. It opened 62 up to 65. Um, public on Kansas here. Man, I don't know, Chris. We're, this is a tough game. Both these teams uh, need this win. Yes, and then looking, uh, doing some research, uh, you know, um, it's their first ever matchup, but UCF can score points, and but so can Kansas, and, but UCF doesn't stop the uh, the run very well in, in, in Kansas pass defense. So I've got this game going over the total of, what, 65? Yes, of 65 so now. I think it's going to be an exciting game. I would agree and, with that. And it, Probably a relatively close game. Yes, I would I would agree. A seesaw type game. Yes. I think it goes back and forth several times. Uh, points seem to be mm-hmm. what everybody's thinking. I will agree with that. Uh, Vanderbilt on the road at the Swamp. The Florida Gators minus 18.5. The total 52. Uh, Florida was horrible last week. Florida mm-hmm. is going to be horrible a lot of times outside of the Swamp. It's the only place they can win. Yeah. I do like them here. I think they get back on it and uh, win this game by at least two three touchdowns to cover that 18 and a half. Do you have any thoughts on this one, Chris? Well, Matt, uh, Vandy, uh, I think they, they have the worst defense in the conference. They've already turned the ball over 12 times. Uh, so I, I'm going to take uh, Florida at home. Yep. All right. We're in agreement on that one. All right. Let's drop down the card and go to Coach Prime, Chris. Yes. The Pac-12's favorite son, Colorado, on the road at the Arizona State Sun Devils. The Buffs minus four on the road. Total 60 and a half. Public, of course, all over Colorado. Arizona State is what coaches plan here. It's one of his strongest plays, catching the forward home. Total 60 and a half. Uh, where do you stand on this ball I, game? I'm standing on uh, Colorado. I mean, uh, Arizona State's weak defensively. They've given up about 28 a game. Uh, I think Colorado has just too much offense. I would agree with you. I, I thought four was a little bit low for that. Um, yeah, I, I was do, surprised when I saw that. Yeah, I, do, I thought it'd be like seven. Yeah, I do like over. It's weird how how the shift has happened here. Colorado, you know, backdoors uh, USC last week, kind of almost double backdoors them. They almost come back and win. Uh, but Arizona State's not very good. They are. They have been scrappy at home. They played USC and covered at home. Uh, Colorado, though, it seems like. It could be a little bit of a difficult matchup for them. Um, I, I lean the buffs here and uh, like the over. Keeping it going, SEC night game, 7 o'clock, Kentucky at Georgia. This game is garnering a lot of interest. Georgia minus 14.5, the total 49. Coach and Nick love Kentucky here. I like Kentucky, but now I'm a little bit worried. Everybody's liking Kentucky. 14.5 seems like an automatic play on Kentucky, but man, Georgia's due to have a really good game at some point, and they haven't had it yet. Uh, if this is the week, maybe they cover this. Chris, what do you say? Uh, well, it's a battle of uh, five and O's. I um, I expect this to game, game to be very close, and uh, I don't think there's going to be a ton of points. Okay, be, So I'm going to take the under. Okay, I can see that. I think that could be very closely played. I think this will be one of the bigger games in Kentucky program history. Uh, game, a, a small player that I like on a game that nobody would ever care about. Uh, Louisiana Monroe uh, Warhawks at home catching 12 against South Alabama. Uh, I like that play. So uh, do do with that as you wish. Uh, that game, I don't even know if it's on television. Probably ESPN+. Plus. Uh, let's go to a little bit bigger game. Notre Dame on the road at Louisville. A couple undefeateds here in the ACC. Notre Dame minus 6.5, total 54. Eileen Louisville here, sharp money on the Irish. Uh, I've been a Louisville backer all season. 
But something tells me Notre Dame probably gets the job done here, but I'm hoping I can get a touchdown in this game. Chris, where do you come down? I am going with the under in this game. So, okay. you know, ND's played some some close games. It, you know, they, they weren't uh, real high-scoring games, even though Louisville does have a um, – a pretty good offense, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go the under. I, hopefully the the Cardinals win, but I'm I'm going with the under. Okay, and coach is on Notre Dame in this game minus a six and a half. He fucking loves them. Yeah, he Dame. does. He plays them a lot. You think he just plays them because for Jeff? Probably. And so because yeah. he, he thinks we'll be in the pie room cheering for him. Yeah, I, I do think there's that's, a method. I think madness. that soaks into his subconscious, even yes. if he doesn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the SEC. It's the Arkansas Razorbacks at the Ole Miss Rebels. Rebels minus 11.5. Total 63.5. Uh, Ole Miss in a shootout with LSU last yep. week. Arkansas disappointed us all with a pathetic performance. And I, <laughs> I really think this Arkansas team is ready to uh, pack it in for the year right now. Um, I lean Ole Miss here, and this could get really ugly. I think they could absolutely bury Arkansas. Matt, I'm, I'm the same same exact with you. Arkansas has lost three in a row. I mean, a huge win for Ole Miss with a lot of momentum, and I just don't think 11.5 is enough. So I, yeah. I see them just you know winning by four touchdowns. That, that could get real ugly really fast. Mm-hmm. Arkansas looks like a lost team out there. Uh, Michigan at Minnesota. This could be a nap game. Michigan minus 19.5 or early bed. Total 46 Public on Michigan here. I believe Coach is on Michigan. Yes, Coach likes Michigan minus 19.5. I like the under in this game. I think P.J. Fleck and Minnesota stink on offense. Uh, I I don't think they even maybe score 10 tops um, in this game. Probably going to be more like three or six. Chris, where do you stand? Matt, totally agree. He doesn't have the horses, uh, P.J. Flex, that is, uh, and uh, they're not good offensively. Michigan defense is pretty goddamn yes. good. And, and just, for example, like last week they played in Nebraska, who was averaging 236 yards on the ground, and they then they got 106. Yeah. So I, 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 and I don't, I don't, I, I don't see uh, uh, Minnesota scoring 10 points. Uh, and Michigan's not a juggernaut, but but they'll cover. Yeah, I think Michigan's just one of those teams. They're going to beat you in the trenches and just wear you yes. out. Yep. And they don't need to win pretty. They're just going to yep. keep winning and winning and winning. And when they need to, uh, you know, kick it in gear and show some more exotic stuff on offense, I think they will. I think they're pretty good at saving stuff for the games that they need it. So they do the bare minimum out there and get the job done anyway. All right, let's go back to the ACC. It's Georgia Tech at my Miami Hurricanes. Miami minus twenty one. Total 57, Georgia Tech off a terrible loss to Ball State. Georgia Tech team that I was pretty high on, they, they have, they're transforming their program around where they've been competitive again, but it was an awful loss last week. Uh, Miami was off last week. This is kind of a look-ahead spot. This thing opened 18, and now it's up to 21. A lot of people on Miami, I would not go that way. I would recommend either Georgia Tech or pass on this game. Miami plays at North Carolina next week. That's a really big game for them. I don't think they're going to... Uh, go all out to win this game against Georgia Tech at home. They should take care of business and win between, uh, I would say, between 10 and 17 points. Chris, where do you stand? Uh, on this I think one? the Miami can just name the score. I, I, uh, Georgia Tech's they're, they're a horrible run defense. Uh, <laughs> Miami Miami's pretty good, even though they've only really been challenged once. They had a couple, you know, easy games, yeah. but but I've been playing at home. I, I just I think they'll they'll run away with this one, so I'm going to take the All right. the Canes. Let's hope so. Uh, coach with no play on that one. TCU at Iowa State. Interesting game here. Both these teams off of losses. TCU losing to the Mountaineers. They will be laying six and a half on the road here. Total 52 and a half. Iowa State competed all right with Oklahoma mm-hmm. in the first half, but then once Oklahoma made some halftime adjustments, they, Iowa could not move the ball at all on them, and they fell by uh, 30, I believe. I think it was 50-20 mm-hmm. in the final. So 
I don't really have a strong feel in this game, Chris. Do you have anything? I picked a, a TCU, and it's funny you say that about Iowa State because that last week uh, TCU um, against WVU, WVU shut them out in the second half. Yes, so they Both made, teams struggled in the second. Yeah, half. yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I think TCU uh, will bounce back, uh, and they will cover. You know, Iowa State's not very good. Okay. Uh, I have a play on Fresno at Wyoming. Fresno minus six on the road, 45 and a half. I'll be taking the Cowboys here. Second time I've backed them at home. I'm a little bit worried. They're going to have to play better than they did the last time. Mm. Uh, we gave that as a best bet and somehow got a cover or a push, depending on your number. So I'll take Wyoming catching around six or six and a half. Fresno State's really good, but I'm hoping mm. that the altitude maybe can affect them to the point where uh, Wyoming can cover and hopefully Wyoming's up for this game because they're going to need to be. Uh, Texas Tech at Baylor. Interesting game here. The Red Raiders minus one. Total up to 59.5 from 57 opener. Went through 58.5 up to 59.5. Lots of points expected Mm -hmm. here. Hoping Baylor can keep it rolling, Chris. uh, What do you think? Well, man, after that huge dramatic comeback last week, is that kind of going to be the impetus that can kind of get them back on track? And you know, they, they, they struggled really mightily to beginning of the season certainly did so hopefully they can take that momentum build off of it and uh but i'm gonna take baylor at home yeah i'm i'm leaning that way too uh obviously our hearts are a little bit more yes. into yes. that so uh be wise there we we may not be the best people to listen to there with a right. family yeah. member on the team so uh pac-12 game here we go oregon state we've got two pac-12 games to finish it off the beavers on the road oregon state mm-hmm. at california the golden bears it'll be the beavers minus nine and a half total 51 and a half and I went back and forth on this game. I, I, I think I want to I want to play this game over because I feel like California's improved a little bit on mm-hmm. offense. Their defense isn't quite as good. Oregon State, I think, against weaker defensive teams is going to put up a lot of points. Uh, they played a very low scoring game last week, and their defense showed up in a big win over Utah on Friday night. Uh, one of my winning plays of the week, which is very few in college football. Uh, where are you going, Chris? Beavers or Bears? Uh, Beavers. Uh, LSU. They're going to. Fourth, fourth nationally on uh, uh, against the run, and Cal still has some issues at quarterback. Sure, do. using two different guys. Yeah, that's uh, usually never going to work. Yeah, well, they always say if you have two, two you, you have don't none. Have none yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to go with, and that was our other. Uh, that's our team we like from that Pac-12. Yes. So I'm going to I'm going to go with Oregon State on the road. Uh, despite that, you know, that huge home crowd advantage probably they have at Cal. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I would say uh, I, I, Cal probably has, I, a, has about a crowd like the Tampa <laughs> yeah, Rays. exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, not so, a, uh, um, that's not really a football I want school. the Beavers, yes. Yeah. All right. Mm. And our final game, 10-30 kick ESPN, Arizona at USC. USC uh, held on uh, against Colorado last week. They weren't really in doubt of losing it, but they did, they did make it closer than they should have. USC's defense, uh, I'm sorry to have to tell Brad McLaughlin this, yeah. and he knows it because he doesn't like Lincoln Riley, and uh, he, he's smart enough to know that this is never going to work. This guy's never going to get you a defense that can win a national title. They got a great offense, laying 21.5 at home, the total 72. Coach, a heavy play on the under in this game. Where do you stand, Chris? Well, Matt, I, I, I have the under as well, but I, I still think uh, the Trojans will, will cover that spread. Now, I wonder, uh, and they've won, they've won 10 straight over Arizona, but the, the last three games have been one-score games. But I wonder, and I don't have this stat specific, but I heard them talking on the radio, Dan. You were, who they play last week? USC played Colorado. Colorado. And I think they were up like 42-14 to 14 late yes. that year in the third quarter. And they were talking about then, since that a certain point in that game, they had run 20 plays, that USC. Yep. And they said – the average time of a play they were was like fourteen seconds. They didn't milk the clock. They just Terrible. tried to score, 
That guy, that and, guy's and not it, a real football coach. He's just not. And they said, you know, if if you would have, you know, taken that that the, the play clock down to maybe two or three seconds, whatever, yep. you could take off another two or three minutes. Yeah, maybe run the ball occasionally yes, too. Yes, it, it. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm, their, I'm tired of hearing about how good of a coach that guy is. I, I don't care if he recruits well or not. Mm-hmm. If you don't recruit on defense and you and you continue to put your defense at a disadvantage, especially against a high tempo offense like Colorado, so your defense is getting gassed out there. I mean, Colorado's not an easy team. Like they obviously, right, right. they're they're getting better on offense. Like they they're going to be even mm. better in a year or two. I, I expect Colorado if they were to have stayed in the same conference with USC, I expect them to p- end up passing USC up as an overall team. because yeah. Dion's going to recruit defense. He knows how mm. important it is. He played defense. Yes. He's going to make an emphasis. Lincoln Riley to me is just not a winning coach. He's a yeah. He's a yeah. hocus pocus offensive guru, and that's it. He will never get a big stop. If you remember those playoff games when he coached Oklahoma, mm-hmm. they, they, LSU one, one year just embarrassed him. It was like a four touchdown game in the mm-hmm. first quarter. Uh, he just he doesn't care. Like yeah, it's, it's bizarre it to me. Like a coach just really thinks that his method is going to somehow start working. Yeah, I don't it's like it. his offense. He's got the the, the, the shiny brand new uh, sports car in his dry in his garage. You know, but he doesn't have. I mean. Okay, but yeah, on the other side, he doesn't have. Yeah, any, on the other side yeah, of the garage, he's yeah, got it, a yeah. fucking moped or right, something. Right, right. They can't. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't get that. But it, it, what is this? His second or third year there? But I mean, they, I mean, they're they're great they, on offense. Right, they have they a national championship caliber quarterback and offense. They do, mm-hmm. but their coach and their defense is going to continue to let them down, yep. and that's on him. So, uh, I I do not expect USC to have any less than two losses, maybe three, by the end of this year. They got a tough schedule coming now, up. Do they? Do they? They're going to hurt. Do they go to Notre Dame after this week? Don't they? I think they. Do. I don't know if it's next. Or I, not, I, th- I thought it was. I know they do at some point. And they still got yeah. really tough games ahead. So, mm-hmm. going to be a long one for uh, USC. I think uh, mm-hmm. they're going to have to figure something out. Maybe uh, call up West Slib, see if they can get some tips. But uh, yeah. we're going to take a break here on Better's Last Name. We'll be back. We're going to jump into the NHL real quick. Talk about a couple season bets that we like, uh, and then NFL Week Five. It's Better's Last Name. We'll be right back. Last Stand is for entertainment purposes only, but who better to listen to than the guys here at the Pine Room? For more picks you might have missed, follow Better's Last Stand and all of Matt's picks on X, formerly Twitter, at BLS underscore PRP. Because just like General Custer, we're in Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in Better's Last Stand. Matt and Chris here with you, taking you through... uh Show number 56. We've done 56 of these. Uh, Better's last stand. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you found a few winners in those 56 shows. Uh, just circling back really quick. My best bet in college football. I said it wasn't Florida State, but it was. Florida State is my best bet, minus 24 and a half. Chris's best bet is Texas. Texas and Coach yes. is on the over in the Texas-Oklahoma game as his best bets. Um, now we shift over. To NHL, hard to believe. The NHL is right around the corner. We got uh, games beginning next week, mm-hmm. and the Penguins were in action the other night, and uh, oh, they didn't look very good. But it's preseason. I don't know what they're trying to do, but I, I see a lot of the same problems that I, I, with his team prior, and it, it concerns me a it, great deal. I, it's it's hilarious you said that. I was watching the game too and thought. It just with that power play, it's the same goddamn thing. And again, it, it was probably their first full game with, with most of their, you know, their everyday guys. But I, I mean, it, it was just they always look just 
for the perfect pass. Yeah. And there's, there still doesn't seem to be a net front presence. And I think, you know, if you're just playing on the perimeter, I don't give a shit how many uh, guys you got out there that are Hall of Famers. I, I just not, It's not going to work. Or you're not going to convert uh, at the percentage you should with that kind of talent out there. Yeah, no question. You uh, know, was... and, and all, all, yeah, there's a ton of guys, a ton of fans. That like, I just don't think – Latang belongs on that first power play. He doesn't, and I don't. I I but, think I don't even think it's him that, that I think he would be fine not being on there. To be well, honest with you, you, you would hope, and and, and I don't think Malkin really is in, in a certain spot, maybe. Mm. But I I don't. Malkin should actually be playing where Latang is probably. Yes. And then they need another. They need another guy in front of the net. Obviously, when Gensel comes back, that, maybe he'll be in front. But he's so small. I don't. I don't. I mean, he'll probably get killed. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think this team's got holes, and I'll just say this: if they're not able to make that power play be in the top five in the league, then they then they should just they got to get rid of Mike Sullivan. They're going to have to. I, I don't know. Eric Carlson has made every power play he's ever been on absolutely mm. lethal. If you remember, even when he was with Ottawa, yeah. and even San Jose, who was horrible, their power play was very good. And it's and it's amazing to think that he was on a terrible Sharks team, and I I think last points. year it might have been his highest point output at maybe least equal to yeah right i think he's had 100 it, maybe twice but that but, yeah but it's like my goodness and yeah because regardless of, of i mean other than last year the, the pens had made a, you know the playoffs every year for 16 years so that power play has never lacked talent so it's not no, like well no, our no. power play sucks because we got uh, uh you, you know uh pascal dupuis on it no. you know and no, no they've they, got they, they've had the talent but i don't know how they well, they don't execute but I find it weird though that Mike Sullivan continues to have to do, uh, have to appease these other that's, guys. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't just, get it. Like if you remember, I, I mean, you remember this. A lot of people may not, but if you remember the Red Wings when they had that really good stretch of run where they were in the finals every year and they were just dominating the, the conference and in, in the was that when they like the uh, Datsuk, when they had Datsuk and Zetterberg, uh, Zetterberg yep, yeah, yep. and Lindstrom, they had guys that played on their power play. Perfect example, Tomas Holmstrom. If you remember yes, him, yes. he was a third and fourth line player. But on the power play, he played in front of the net. And he was exceptional. So you don't have to put your five best guys out there. It's about the way that the mesh they mesh together. And even I'll give the Capitals credit. They would have guys on their power play from time to time who weren't on their top lines. That, that were that fit a role. Now they've changed a little bit as times yes. went on, where they got Oshie and and obviously Ovechkin and Carlson, and then obviously Backstrom. But the, there's teams that decide to use guys in roles, and that's where I always thought it was important. I even think the Penguins, when they had Mario, had a few guys like that who would it was slot in on the power play, and even if they didn't play up with the top guys. Like it's well, a whole yeah. different style uh, yeah. of play. Cause, yeah, because you could, and, uh, and he wasn't on the power play a whole lot. But they, like you know, for instance, you said with Mario, you know, you could plug a guy in there like Bob Airy, yeah, John uh, Cullen, yeah, like there's guys you know. like that. And you, you don't have to have five Hall of Famers. And it, it, you're right, though; it's, it's the way they fit and the roles that they play. But I mean, just you know, I, I get so freaking tired of just watching the Penguins pass it around. It's terrible. And it's just really, pass really it bad. Pass it like my goodness. I mean, that's got to change. Like you said, appeasing. These players because they've been there that long, and and um, obviously Sid's going to be on the, the number one power play. Well, but, he should be because yes. he's got the skill set for right, it. Right, right. But, but but then he plays out of position half the time because they go well, I have to make Malkin but, happy. Well, yeah, and so if they just decide we're going to change up uh, Malkin, you're on the second power play, then he'll sulk like he right. normally does. Correct. 
And I'm not sure about what what Latang thinks, but but I just don't. I, don't I think like Latang would be fine either way. I really don't think he's going to be that big of a problem. He's never been a great power play producer and player anyway because he doesn't really have a shot, and and he's not. He, I don't know his his quarterbacking skills are not that great no. either. So he's and not. Is and it's shot. nothing against his game. That's what I mean. His shot is weak. He's a wrist shooter. He's not. He doesn't really. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not the kind of guy that drives the the point of a power play. He's not Sergey Gonchar. Uh, no. He's obviously not Larry Murphy, and he's not uh, Eric Carlson. So they got a guy. They have Carlson. To me, the most sensible thing is to move Malkin to the other point. Now you take a risk there because yes. you got two guys who aren't very accountable on defense, right. Carlson and Malkin. So it's going to be very important that when you shoot the puck, you hit the net, and that you don't try to overpass because that will create a ton of problems in the mm-hmm. back. So maybe that's why Sullivan's got Latang out there to be a safety net. Maybe so because he can skate well enough to maybe get back, but. They got to find a guy that can go in front. I heard Madden suggest Jeff Carter. But there's a perfect example of a guy who's pretty much used up in his career, but maybe he finds a new role in front of the net on the power play. He's got great he hands still. Yes, he still has the skill with the hands. Right. He, his, so his maybe, legs he done, but, but they won't but, try. But you don't need no. But but you don't need him. Uh, you're right. And, and if he played on the power play, you know, whatever you get, I don't know, average three or four power plays a game, get right. him out there and get some more ice time. Yes. And and because he's a skilled hockey player, yeah, he's just uh, his legs he's, are just, he's going. just older in his leg. But yeah. you don't really need your legs that much to be parked in front of the goalie. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a little bit dubious of the Penguins' power yeah. play. I'm I'm just a little bit worried about it. And and you know the weirdest thing is when they they had one decent run of power play like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it was when when a bunch of guys were hurt and Jared McCann had to play on the power play, and mm-hmm. he and he shot the puck literally every time he got it, and it actually translated into goals yeah. somehow. Yeah. But, other than that, it's been a dismal power play. It's really frustrating. Well, that, and that's the thing; it gets so goddamn uh, frustrating to watch. Thinking, yeah. man, they, they got all these guys out here and they can't do anything. Yeah, I, and I'm a big person. And we'll talk about this as the season goes on. Is power play points on these sports books? You can get very good uh, prices on these. Over a half, you get a lot of plus money on these. So if you can identify a few teams that have good power plays mm-hmm. early in the season, and if you can play a that's a bad error there, but Texas yeah, guy. Was. Texas now leaving the door open here. A couple on for the Rays. That's that's a can of corn, or at least he's got to field it and get one out. Oh, bad. Uh, but that, that's a that's a, a hidden market, I think, that people haven't caught on to yet is power play points. So we'll talk more about it. But the Penguins are not going to be a team that I'm going to be backing at least for a while because I gotta they got to prove to me that they can actually put the puck in the net. Yes. Um, a couple of uh, teams that I'm interested in from a season-long perspective um, – I like three teams under their point total, and I like uh, two teams over. I like the Panthers under the 98. I think they're kind of running out of steam, if you ask me. I think they were uh, fortunate to have made it through a deep run last year, obviously. Um, I'm, I'm not, I think 98's a high total in, in that division. So I'll be leaning the Panthers under. That's going to be one of my plays. I like the Wild under 96.5. Kaprizov um, is really good. Other than that, that team's not very good. They were awful in the playoffs last year. 96 is just super high for them. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be lucky to get 90. Still maybe a playoff team. I, I I would be betting them to miss the playoffs, but I don't love that. 96.5 I think is outrageous. Uh, so I'll be going under for the Wild on their point total. And then the Carolina Hurricanes, 108. That is a high number in a division that's this good. You got the Rangers up and coming. You got the uh, the Devils up and coming. You have the Penguins with a resurgence, if you believe in that. Um, and then you have some other teams that are, I mean, the Islanders are never terrible. The Capitals, I feel like, 
are a team that is going to get overlooked. Uh, they they did a little mini rebuild in the middle of the season when they, at the trade deadline, kind of dumped some guys, acquired some assets, kind of uh, restructured the team. I think they'll be a little bit improved. Columbus has talent. Uh, the coaching situation isn't good for them, so I don't know what's going to happen with that and how they'll respond. I don't think the Flyers will be any good, but I think that's a really hard division. 108 points to me seems way too yeah, high, right. so I'm going to be playing Carolina under 108. Um, and then a couple of overs, I think Detroit – is a team that's uh, that's up and coming. I had them uh, on some bets last year. They couldn't quite get over the hump, but I like them over their 85 points. And the Ottawa Senators team, Chris, you and I discussed, they're pretty good. Uh, again, good goalie. Uh, they got some really tough two-way players, Kachuk, and they got, I don't know, something about Ottawa. Yes. They're a tough team to play against. I think they uh, exceed expectations and uh, go above the 92-point mark. Uh any thoughts on any of these teams' point totals? Well, man, from your just briefly looking at it, and one team in the Atlantic that I think will will go under their point total is the Boston Bruins. I agree with that. That's uh, a good one. You know, they lost uh, Orlov, Bergeron, and Bertuzzi, and I, I'm just uh, it, it 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 it's always interesting to see uh, what a team does uh, the year after winning the president's trophy right. and, and then they lost they, they lost in the first yeah. round right so disappointing yeah yeah and 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 i just you know and, uh, and was their goaltending a fluke it seemed yeah like it. And, and you know they, they okay they what was it who they have swayman and i i just i yeah, I, I think all mark yeah i mean they'll the, the, they'll be good enough to make the playoffs but yeah. i i definitely would think uh them uh under 101 or whatever it is and uh i like the an up-and-coming team here. I, I do like the Buffalo Sabres. Yes, I had the Sabres start, too. I thought mm-hmm. I thought their point total was uh, was a little bit too high, like just slightly high. Yeah. 93, 94, I thought that would be that. But I do think they're a playoff team. I have them circled as a playoff team for sure. Uh, I think they're very dangerous. I think you got three teams in that, in that Atlantic division. Um, the Senators, the Wings, and the Sabres that are now going to start to push these other teams. As yes. you mentioned, the Bruins are going to backslide a little bit. I think the Panthers are going to backslide. The Lightning are getting a little bit old. They'll still be good, though. Uh, to me, Toronto, clear-cut winner of that division, but they don't have the goaltending. They'll lose in the playoffs again. I have no faith in them at all. Uh, but they will win that division, though. They'll, they'll just pull away because they're talented enough. Um, Metro, as we said, I think it's up for grabs. Probably Devils, maybe Rangers. I like to think the Penguins, but they really don't have a chance. And I then don't think so, um, no. going out west, Chris, uh, anything interests you in the west? I kind of like Dallas a little bit, and I'm down on the Wild. And I think the Vancouver Canucks will surprise a little. Now, bit. I'm down on the Flames. I just don't think they okay. have enough. I, I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't think that they'll uh, they'll reach that. What is it? Ninety five. That's what I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Flames um, around ninety five and a half. Yep. Yeah. So you know, they, they they I mean, they better bank on Markstrom, the Jacob Markstrom. That'd be a lot better, but. Uh, so I, I I don't I don't I, I'm I'm fading them and uh, I still like the uh, uh, Avalanche. Yeah, no, I mean they're they're you got to think they're going to be healthier this year and they'll be back. You know back. what though, I, I I do like them, but over 106. No, I'm yeah, take that's that high. That, that's that, high. That, yeah, yeah, it's, and they it's, still they still don't have Landeskog, do they? No, he'll be back at some point, but okay. may, I mean it may be late in this year, so. Bochi making the move here. Valdi goes uh, six plus seven one. Well, here comes here comes the uh, big comeback seven to one. No, it's not going to be good for me. No. Uh, just going back to your Sabers here before we move on. Um, 
the I like that the uh, the goalie for the Sabers, the young kid, yeah, Devin Levi. He's gonna be. Uh, I think he's gonna be a star. Uh, I like him. Twelve to one, maybe a shot mm. to win the Calder Trophy. So yeah. if the Sabers are really good, he could be the guy leading them. So. Yeah, they're they're kind of an exciting team to watch. Plus, they added uh, they a couple of. Uh, under the radar additions, they got uh, defenseman Eric Johnson. Yep. I mean, he, he's I mean, he was a former player. number one uh, yep. pick, I think. Yeah, and then Connor Clifton as well. So I, they'll bring some stability to that to that roster. So yeah, I'm going to take them over. I like it. I think the Sabers, Derek, the intern, will be happy. Our intern, oh, that's right, yeah, he's studio. a Buffalo he's a big guy. Buffalo yeah. guy. So all right, uh, before we switch over to NFL, let's talk a couple of things that happened this week. Uh, Caesars took a hundred two hundred and forty thousand dollar wager on. The New Orleans Saints minus three against the Buccaneers. God, that's what a terrible bet that was. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that's yeah, wow. just horrible. Saints. Suck. But if you have that kind of money, yeah. I guess you don't care. Uh, the Miami Heat went from a six to one uh, choice to win the NBA title down to or back up to twenty five to one after Damian Lillard ended up with the Bucks. So that that was something that uh, turned the NBA uh, landscape upside down. I saw James Harden actually reported to training camp. I don't know how fat he is now, but. He is there. I'm surprised. I thought he wasn't going to. No, he went there today. Okay. So I saw it. He didn't go yesterday, but he showed up today, they said. So uh, Mattress Mac gets down $2 million on the Astros to win the World Series. It's 6-1 to one as his furniture promotion continues for another season. Uh, the winning ticket would pay $12 million. So that is a hedge for him. He gives away free furniture out there in Houston. So... So a hell of a lot of furniture to be hedging for $12 million, yes. but uh, that's awesome for those people around that area. There's a lot of people that have gotten free shit around the Houston area for a long time uh, with all the success the Astros have had in Mattress Max. So got to love that. Uh, it's a, uh, a really good thing. I, I like that. A uh, couple of bad beats. We had uh running the first inning yesterday. If you had that in the Phillies game, they had second and third, no outs. The third base coach holds up Schwarber at third on a base hit to right field. And I thought Schwarber was going to body slam him, but he Wait, stopped. what? Yeah. Stopped? <laughs> yeah, he stopped. Yeah, base hit to right. Schwarber gets the brakes put on, and then they end up striking out Harper, and then he got the last two guys to, to pop wow. out. So that was a bad one. If you had running the first, yes, uh, you had to be kind of sick about that. You could at least have got a sack fly mm-hmm. anything. Uh that that was a tough one, and then uh, Kansas City minus nine and a half Sunday night football against the Jets. Mahomes kneels down at the end of the game instead of trying to score. Uh, would have covered the spread for the Chiefs. Would have been a bloodbath for the sports books. Uh, we were able to at least get by with well, that one. Yeah, I read about that, man. I didn't see the actual play, but I mean yeah. it, that wasn't like egregious. Was that it? was the right play? Yeah, because they, play. then they just they keep yeah. the ball and run it's the a, clock. Out, yeah, right? it's over. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't you don't extend the game anymore? Yes. Yeah. Smart play by Mahomes, but you wouldn't expect anything less. Uh, and then the uh, the Travis Swift saga continues. Mm. Uh, betting markets uh, accounted for over twenty percent of all wagers on Travis Kelsey stuff. Fourteen percent of the total handle on that game against the Jets on Sunday Night Football was involving a Travis Kelsey prop of some kind. So imagine that. And NBC mm. showed Taylor Swift seventeen times in the box mm-hmm. it's incredible so yeah we got that to look forward to uh real quick to afl concluded last week collingwood beats brisbane in the grand final 90 to 86 i actually had uh four out of five winners in that game I had some player props in there so afl's in the books i'll be sad that's gone but it'll be back hopefully before i know it all right time for the nfl what everybody's been waiting for we got nfl to go through here the card and then we got uh sam coming up in the final segment of the show, talking racing as he always does. Uh, 
Thursday night game, where it'll be uh, last <laughs> night. I don't know. The public's on the under in the game. I I don't know. I don't know what to think here. I would lean commanders, but they played well last week. I don't know what to think. Uh, any quick opinions uh, on that I, one, Chris? I, you know what? I, I would go with the over on that. Yeah. Okay. Let's just two bad leave teams. it at Well, that. I shouldn't say two bad teams, but one. One bad, really bad, bad team and one average. badly coached yeah. team. So, uh, London. We're back in London. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on on uh, Sunday morning. It'll mm. be uh, 9.30. You know, London, or not London, Newcastle, UK, was rocking today as they returned for the, to the Champions League for the first time in 20 years. It was an incredible spectacle. If you, if you didn't see it, uh, check it out. Uh, Jacksonville at Buffalo, which is actually Jacksonville's the road team, yeah. but they are at home. Second straight week, they're in London, so they'll have the time difference settled in. They're two weeks there. Uh, Buffalo minus 5.5, total 48.5. Uh, Buffalo's been looking great. Yeah, uh, sharp money on on the Bru- the, the Bru- why was I going to say the Bruins uh, Buffalo Bills? Mm. I didn't say the Sabers. Right. Uh, the Buffalo Bills minus five and a half. I lean the Bills, but Jacksonville was okay last week, and this is kind of a home yeah. game. For I'm going to take ja- I'm going to take Jacksonville getting five and a half. Okay, right. I, I think Bills are win. Like you know, uh, win by a field goal. Yep, yep, something like that. Last second field goal. Uh, coach on the under forty eight and a half. That's where. He'll be going in that game. Let's go to a 1 o'clock kick. Houston. Houston, Texas on the road at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons minus one, total 42. Houston off a absolute beatdown of the Steelers. Uh, Atlanta uh, has not been very good lately. They were terribly bad last week against Jacksonville. Um, this, to me, says the Falcons. I don't have any faith in this team. I know you and Coach were pretty high on them. I'm not high on them. I worry about them here. I do think the spot favors the Falcons, but they're coming back from London, so maybe it doesn't. I can't play the Texans off that big win. I feel like there's a definite letdown coming, so I'm going with the under, Chris. What do you think? <laughs> well, with everything you say, I don't know who the hell to pick, but I, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I like the Texans. I mean, God damn, they, they, they manhandled the Steelers. Now, they're you know, good. I don't know how good uh, the Steelers are. Actually, they're not very good. But uh, but the one rookie quarterback that seems to be standing out is CJ yes. Stroud. So yes, he is. Uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, the Texans. Okay, uh, Coach Heavy, his best bet on the Texans. So mm. uh, I, I like the Texans. High on them for all year. I, I just don't know about the spot here, but we, we shall see. I think they're much better than Atlanta and much better coach. Carolina on the road at the Detroit Lions. Lions minus nine and a half. Total forty five. Um, coach on the Lions here. He loves the Lions. I think he bets them every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't love anything in this game. I I really I think the Lions absolutely win the game from that yes. standpoint. Mm-hmm. I does I, I Carolina. I, I bet them every week and they never turn out for me. Uh, they blew a lead uh, yeah, last I, week and they really should have won the game. They won a game. No, they're they're winless. But okay. they they should have won last week. They really gave that game away. It was some really bad decision making by uh, Bryce Young. Um, if I can get 10, maybe I'll lean Carolina. If not, I'm passing. What are you doing, Chris? Uh, I'm going with the Detroit Lions. I, I just yeah. think with, with the, the Carolina being you know, winless and I don't, Bryce Young's uh, <clears throat> far from showing anything yet, so I think Detroit at home. Yep, agreed. Uh, all right, Titans on the road at the Colts. Colts minus one, total 42.5. Titans manhandle the Bengals. Easy win there, start to finish. Colts. Uh, were horrible early. Then they came back, tied the game, and then lost in overtime. Um, I don't like the Colts at all. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the Titans. I in this spot, I do lean the Colts though. I I'm, I would recommend the Colts here. I think they 
bounce back and win this game. The Titans, to me, are a team that never plays two good games in a row. They played good last week. I expect a down tick this week. What are, what are your Well, I'm going to go against you. They're going to okay. play two games in a row good. Vrabel. Yeah. So, go into the Colts, and uh, it'll be a relatively close game. But uh, I think yes. the, the Titans and, and did, did Richardson did play last week, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, played. yeah, he so, played. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know if that would make a difference. But I'm going to go with <laughs> yeah. the Titans. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'll be a very tight game. Whoever can not fuck up the most will yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. Giants, oh, God, the Giants. On the road, the Dolphins. Dolphins minus 11, the total 50. Dolphins finally ran into a buzzsaw last week with the Buffalo Bills at home. So the Dolphins got put back in their place a little bit. Coach really likes the under in this game. Boy, this looks too easy to play the Dolphins. They got to win this game by 20 at least. The Giants are maybe the worst team in the NFL. They're in the mix, at least. Uh, terrible performance by them on Monday Night Football. Yeah, it was, uh, it was dreadful. Where do you stand here, Chris? Uh, you're right, Matt. It does look too easy, but I don't give a shit. I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, just based on – I mean, they got they got boat race last week. I mean, they, they started out well. Yep. Yeah, they're going to be pissed. Uh, go back down home, and the the Giants are wow, – they're, they're just really, really bad. <laughs> just and, and then to get embarrassed on Monday night at home. Yeah. So I, I'm going with the Dolphins, and that's my uh, strong play. Or Your best bet? Best bet. Yep, okay, that's Chris's what I'm best do. bet. All right, the Dolphins. All right, let's make a note of that. Chris's best bet. And uh, we move along. The, the Saints at the Patriots. Patriots minus one and a half. Um, the total 40. Sharp money on the under here. Um, uh, I'm on the under, too, and I'm not sharp money, but I'm on the under. Coach is on New England. Although I swear he told me he's never betting him again last week, but the Patriots, well, yeah, yeah uh, that's going to be my best bet. Is the Saints and Patriots under the total of forty? Uh, do you have any thoughts on this great game? Well, uh, this is our uh, this is our uh, NCA equi- or the uh, the NFL equivalent of the uh, the nap game. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, right this, this, There's no intrigue to this game. I think both teams are lousy, and I second you with the under. Uh, these teams don't score. Bad quarterback play. and Yeah, New England took its worst loss ever mm-hmm. under Belichick last yeah. week, if you can believe that. Um, and I believe – I don't have it written down. I didn't put it on the notes for this week. But uh, the Saints, I think, have played like double-digit straight games under. So oh. uh, there, there's definitely a strong trend there. So so check that out before you bet this game. But I like the under. That's going to be my best bet. All right, and moving on to a game that I already know what's, the outcome is going to be. Everybody's telling me out of the Ravens are going to win this game. They're minus 3.5 on the road at the Steelers. Total 38. Coach is on the under. I'm on the under. Um, but if I had to make a bet in this game, the teams, I'd play Pittsburgh plus the 3.5. This series is always a, a field goal game. And it always, when the team who comes in, the favorite in this game, always mm-hmm. seems to stumble and the other team wins. So if everything's going right for one team, everything's going wrong for the other, the team that everything's going wrong for usually comes out on this side. I hope that's not the case. Uh, the Ravens are really beat up, though. They can't keep winning these games. Steelers were absolutely humiliated last week, weren't even in the game mm-hmm. at all. Um, I don't know, Chris. What are you, what are you thinking on this one? Um, I hate to agree with you on that, uh, but the Steelers at home and, and trying to you know recover after uh, last week's beatdown. And, and how good are the are, are the Ravens? I mean, I know they're, yeah, they're beat up. They're now, they, right. they, 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 I mean, yeah, they're 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 good, but I don't I don't know. You know, they they kind of just toyed with the Browns last week because of their their quarterback yeah. situation, and, uh, and they did what they wanted against them. But I uh, 
I hope it's like 16 to 15 Ravens, but I'm going to take the Steelers getting three and a half. Yeah, I, I, that's the way I would lean to. Yeah, I'll because be, you're right. It, it seems like every one of these games. And it's at Pittsburgh, it, and these yeah. idiots will be waving them stupid towels, and here well, we go, yeah, Steelers. Yeah, here we go. We had oh, to, God. <laughs> so annoying. Well, stay away from those uh, Steeler fans then. Yeah, well, hopefully most of them gave up mm. on the season. Uh, yes. Another team in the AFC North struggling along is the Bengals on the road to the Cardinals. I didn't understand this when the Bengals opened up almost minus a touchdown in this game. It's now down to minus three, the total 44.5. Arizona fought valiantly last week. They were down really bad, and they came back and made it close and then you know, couldn't couldn't get it done late against the 49ers, which is no shame in that. Cincinnati, to me, I'll be continuing to fade them. I, I don't know how they lay points on the road here. Um, I know Arizona stinks, but... To me, Josh Dobbs makes enough plays. I think they're dangerous, and I think the Bengals are starting to lose confidence. Yeah, Christ, he's made more plays than Joe Burrow this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals, Matt. I, I, I just, I mean, they're one and three. I mean, they're they're freaking desperate. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they they have looked terrible. So I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that, that this is their this the is must their one game. Yeah, a must win on the road, and um, so yeah. I'll give the three. Okay. Philadelphia on the road at the Rams. Eagles minus four. Total 50 and a half. Rams off an overtime win last week. The Rams are a team that I think has actually been very, um, I don't want to say impressive because that's not the word. Well, they're surprising. They've been better than expected this year. Uh, Stafford has a couple of weapons. He's getting some decent protection, and he's still got a good arm. So Mm -hmm. I give the guy credit. Uh, Their defense isn't quite where it needs to be. But I think they're dangerous here for the Eagles. I think the Eagles maybe can win this game, but, man, it's going to be tight. Um, I want to really play the Rams here. I don't love that play. I kind of was leaning towards the under in the game, but I think that the Rams will score some points. I do, too. I don't have a great feel in this game. I would lean the Rams plus three, four, three and a half, four, somewhere in there. Hopefully it goes up. Uh, Where are you going here? I'm going with the Rams. Okay. I mean, they've they've been a a pleasant surprise. I know when we did that that, the the preview show in the NFL, I mean, I was way down on the Rams. I thought they were going to be – awful but they've been pretty surprising and i think they're going to play uh they're going to play the eagles very tough here okay and the eagles haven't looked dominating at all no, yet not at all coach on philly heavy here so okay i don't i don't see it that way but we'll see uh jets on the road at the broncos what a game this is this is another nap game uh broncos minus two total 43 um i can't back the broncos to me they mm-hmm. they won uh despite their performance last week in the bears complete meltdown they were kind of gifted that game absolutely gifted justin fields makes these plays that he just <laughs> gives the, he handed the ball to the yes, other team did. twice yes, like i don't I, I just i'm shocked that that guy can still be playing but uh i don't have a whole lot of confidence in the jets they played hard in that mm-hmm. game against the the uh, chiefs chiefs kind of just knew they were going to win that game really um I lean Jets here, but I and I don't love it. I'm, I can't recommend anything too strong. What do you think? I I like the Jets, and I think maybe they have to feel good uh, at least for one week. I mean, how Zach Wilson played, he did play a pretty good game. Yeah, uh, it looked good, and so that they they could be encouraged by that. But the Broncos are are awful. They they should be winless. That game yes. last week, they were just basically giving it to him on a on a platter. And it, and the Jets uh, it just got a pretty formidable. Formidable defense, so I'm going to take yeah. them giving it to. Could, or no, getting to. Yeah, getting to. Uh, maybe it goes up a little bit more somehow. Uh, yeah, the Jets uh, maybe can frustrate Russell Wilson and some turnovers maybe keep themselves in the game. All right, the Chiefs. Taylor Swift phenomenon on the road at Minnesota. Chiefs minus five. Total 53. Uh, to me, the Chiefs, if they want to put the throttle down on this game, they're going to win it easily. Uh, but if they don't, 
Minnesota maybe hangs around. I'm sure Cousins will have some stats that will yeah. look good late in the game, maybe backdoor cover if the Chiefs are up a touchdown or something, or up 10, maybe lose the game by three or four. Uh, I don't love anything here. I would lean Kansas City. What are you saying? Uh, I would think Kansas City, yeah, but I, I think there'll be a lot of points in this game. So I'm yep. going to take the over. Okay. I think that I mean, could it, be it, possible. Moving it, along. Our night ooh, game, which is a really good one. game. Yeah, Dallas good. at San Francisco. Although I don't know about Dallas, but yeah, it, on paper it's a good game. Mm. San Francisco minus three and a half at home. The total, 45. I like the under in this game mm. a good bit. Uh, I think they'll they'll frustrate Dak Prescott. I think uh, Shanahan, I'm not a big fan of his, but he's better than McCarthy. And uh, 49ers, to me, have been maybe the best team in the league um, or one of the best, uh, top five at least. So I'll be leaning the to the Niners, but I like the under in the game. Chris, where do you come down? Well, uh, <laughs> I, I like the Niners, but, you know, they, they, uh, they might be looking ahead next week because they're playing at the Browns. <laughs> oh, well, that's very possible. So, no, Trap uh, game. Uh, yeah, I I got to go with Sanford. I, I, again, we, we say this just about every goddamn week about Mike McCarthy. I, I don't see him taking his troops out there and offensively. They're not uh, just with Dak Prescott. So uh, I think the Niners are going to just keep it rolling. Okay. And I'm with I'll give the three and a half. Yeah, I would lean that way I too. I think they'll win by uh, about eight yeah, points. I, I, think they'll, I think the 49ers are just less mistake prone than Dallas, and mm. I think that'll be the difference in the game. Uh, but if Dallas is able to beat him this time, uh, rest assured the rematch in the playoffs won't, won't turn out the same. So, yeah. Big Mike. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then Monday Night Football, it's the Packers at the Raiders. Packers minus two on the road, total 44. There'll be a ton of cheeseheads in uh, the uh, Death Star Stadium there in Las Vegas. I like Green Bay here. Coach, heavy on the Raiders, though. I don't know what would give them the confidence to play them, but um, I think the Packers, this is like a home game to them. I don't think they're very good, but I think the Raiders are I think the Raiders are teetering on the brink of, of falling apart to where they, McDaniels is going to get canned. So um, this is a big game for them, but I like Green Bay. Uh, I because of what you just said about the Raiders, I I think they're 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 ready to just like you yeah. said implode, pack it, I, in. pack it in, and and I don't think uh, their coach, I don't think he's a leader. I don't, no, I mean not. he he that is just like an utterless ship, a rudderless ship, yeah. not utter, no, utter, 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 utterly, <laughs> yeah. utterly rudderless, Rudder, right? Exactly. So I and I don't, I'm not sure about the uh, the Packers. I'd like to see the Packers win, but I I'm gonna play the game under. Okay, I think it's I'm all play right. The game under. Green Bay, uh, they're a hard team to figure. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't love their quarterback, but he's he's not the worst, but he's not great. No, but I think he can make they, enough plays against that team to maybe win. But I agree. I think both teams will find points hard to come by. Um, in, at least Green Bay's defense, if it ever plays up the potential, yeah. it should be pretty good. But oh, and I meant to mention to you uh, on Sunday. Uh, because we always joke that that Bach Diari guy's hurt. Yeah, it's, it's, it's every week. It's every fucking week. I'm, I'm I'm just tired of these guys. They never play. Yeah, they never play, and he just continues to collect a salary. I, I, yeah, I, I got to get on that plan somehow. Yeah. Um yeah. Anyway, uh, just a couple things. Josh Allen's down the favorite to win MVP, about plus three eighty. The Bears are consistently or the consensus worst power rated team across uh, bookmakers across the uh, world. Uh, winless ATS teams, the Giants are 0 and 4. They've led for a total of 19 seconds this year. <laughs> Jeez. And the God. one was the one they came back and beat the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, that was their only win. Bengals 0 3 and 1 ATS. Uh, and then the public money f- flying in on the Dolphins, Bills, 49ers, Texans, 
Uh, Lions, Chiefs, Ravens, Redskins, and Jets. I don't really understand that, but anyway. Uh, All right, that does it for the NFL this week. I hope we found some winners there for you. Another really riveting card. Chris and I can't wait. Uh, It's just so, so exciting. Uh, We're going to come back and talk about something that I actually am excited about, and that's racing. We got the Charlotte Roval this week. We got the uh, Qatari Grand Prix. We'll be back on Better's Last Stand after the break with Sam the Man from Upper St. Clair to talk racing. We'll be right back. Reminder, this show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. All right, men, load the cannons and hold the line. You're listening to Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in. Better's Last Stand. Matt and Chris here with you in the Pine Room Studios. Coach out on uh, high school golf duty uh, as he wraps up the state tournament up at Ogilby, West Virginia State Boys Golf Tournament. He's up there presenting the awards. So it's Chris and Matt here with you. And now we're joined by Sam the Man from Upper St. Clair. He's got a... Uh, West Virginia hat on right now. Yeah. He's yep. getting pumped up, but I really like that shirt that's hanging in the background there. The Miami Hurricanes. Let's go, uh, Sam. Always a pleasure to see you, buddy. How's uh, how's everything going this week up up north? Things things are great, Matt and Chris. It's it's always good when you come home from work and there's playoff baseball already going. Yeah. You know, yes, you don't have to think about what you're going to watch. You know, how am I going to occupy my time? It's it's settled. It's good. Yes. So, and think, the Rays are, are about to bow out, Sam. Boy. I know. What a, what Glass, a, Glass now just got shelled. Yeah. And how about how bad their defense? Four errors. Yeah. It's yeah. just that's such a baseball thing, man. Great team. You just yeah. – I don't know. I don't even know. Well, Chris just was talking about that in one of our earlier segments about they play all, all this time, all these games – they had the second best record in the American League, and they're going crazy. home after two days. It's crazy. It's like it's one of those things that if like the Mets scooted into the playoffs, like they'd just sweep everybody. Right. You know, the opposites happen. Yeah, right. you just don't know. Like, and, and right. Texas looks like they're kind of catching fire. They got two great pitching performances out of guys who had been shaky late in the year in Evaldi and Montgomery. But good for them. Uh, now yeah. they're, I think, a contender. But and you know these two these two games. I mean, even if you were a Tampa fan, and you went to both games. You you didn't get to see good baseball. No, no, it's been no. fucking always like a spring no. training game. No, the Rangers really have been in control of both games. No. Yeah. Hey Sam, you got hats off to Bruce Bochy. The guy, the guy's good. I know. I was talking with a buddy last night. It's like, what? Where are the Pirates when Bruce Bochy's available to get hired? You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's they got it. Do, do you think they keep Shelty? They got yeah. it. They, really? I I, Matt, I sadly I do. Oh, I think boy, they ended the year too strong. Oh, boy. And I know they, no, that's not even that it wasn't even that strong, but Yeah, strong enough, I guess. Hey Sam, I, you look like you got a nice fucking playoff beard going in October. What's it gonna yeah, look like, like when we're in the Stanley Cup? No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because <laughs> I was <laughs> Yeah. It, this week it's it's hot because we get this summer weather all of a sudden yeah. again. But you know we're getting some real football weather coming up, so it's yeah. staying. Fifty by the weekend. Yeah. Ooh, let's, thing let's of beauty. Be, yes, agreed. It's a perfect time of year, as you mentioned. Playoff baseball, nothing better. Chill in the air. Starting to get dark early. This is my kind of time. Yes, it's beautiful. Uh, pretty pumped up. <laughs> all right, let's stick on baseball here briefly. Um, you watched the games last night. Uh, per the Brewers, typical Brewers. 
yeah. have so many chances to build that lead for uh, Burns, and they can't, and they end up blowing it. Uh, but the D-backs are pesky. And then the Twins finally win a game, uh, first time in, I think, 18. And then the Fish, just they just can't timely hit enough, and the Phillies are tough to beat at home. Uh, thoughts and observations on these wild-card series? I'll start with Philly. Uh, I think the home crowd is definitely going to be is a big factor. I know it's like they're not the ones playing. The players got to do the work. But, I mean, it's definitely factoring in. I, I just the, – the Marlins are good. I think Jarrett's fish are done. Yeah. I, I just I can't see it happening. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I think they may be able to win tonight, but I I wouldn't expect them to win the series. Yeah, it's going to be too and, tough. And on to the the Twins, the Twins game was awesome. The Twins they looked good. Uh, Correa's play was sick to save yes. that run. Yes. It was so heads up, you know. That's crazy. It reminds think. me of the Jeter play against Giambi, and that, yeah. that was what what it turned out. And if they make a deep run, that's what they'll be thinking about. Yeah, and it's funny to think both both the teams that wanted to sign the superstar to that mega deal, they're not in the playoffs. You get him in the playoffs at a, at a bargain, quote-unquote, and right. uh, making plays, man. Yeah, no no question. And then uh, Milwaukee, same old Milwaukee. Yes, but one thing stuck out to me. Uh, Carlos Santana did some good things, and it was like, oh, man, I remember him. He's, you know? yeah. He's still all right. Like He is. He's good, man. I mean, I don't know what the, if the Pirates ended up getting anything that will be beneficial down the road. Back from that trade, but uh, he's a free agent, isn't he? At the end of the year, they yeah. Just yeah the, you know, the, the rumor is Santana's at first. I know. Yeah. I didn't think you don't have anywhere for Triolo, and then it's just Triolo needs to play. Yeah. I stand by that. Okay, I'll, well, I'll take a shot with I that. I agree, and, and, I, and hopefully they because I think he's got a pretty good glove, and he, and he he seems to be a pretty good hitter for average. You know, if they can get him uh, to the point where he can maybe hit fifteen home runs, fifteen twenty home runs, right. put him in first base. I'm saying. Where's Henry Davis playing next year? I don't know, Matt. He's probably not. I don't know. Yeah, we'll worry about know, that that's in April. Fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it is, Chris. The whole thing's dumb. That's it why is. it's just hard <laughs> to believe. It's just hard to believe. As much as you want to, it's just hard. But yeah, it is. All right, let's move it on to the uh, the racing circuits here. Let's start with the open wheel. Uh, F one was off last week. They uh, they were last in Japan, where Max uh, Verstappen returned to the top of the podium. In Suzuka with a victory, uh, we now head to a track that, that we haven't been to a whole lot. And uh, as we go to Qatar, and Lewis Hamilton was the the winner uh, last time out here, I think in two, 2021. Uh, Sam, what do you know about this circuit? I'm not very familiar with it, to be quite honest with you. The Loose Sail International Circuit in Qatar. So here's the here's here's the, the honest truth. I don't really remember much about this race. I was Same. shocked when I looked at the numbers and it was like, oh, they've raced here one time. Once, yeah. It's like, all right, so Lewis won. That just means nothing to me now. You know, that's great. But I think that something like the Alpines, again, look at them for the top 10. Mm-hmm. Just basing it off of how they ran this year and this race, even though the cars are different and everything's pretty much different. I think Fernando could be up there in the top five. Yeah, he was uh, third here last time. Yeah, I would maybe look at maybe somebody like George Yeah, getting up there because, you know, you look at the numbers and from last – the last F1 race, and George wasn't up there, but he crashed. Right. So. Yeah, so you got to kind of throw that one out. And then uh, Valtteri Botas finished last in this race, but he had a, an under-tray issue. So, uh, that, but he was still running for 48 laps. So, yeah, I think the Mercedes seemed to be pretty strong there. Um, where do you see the McLarens fitting in here? Are they like a top six type level, or what, what are you thinking? I think one of them will be. I think yeah. it will be Lando. Yeah. I that just think Oscar's not familiar. 
Yeah, no, it's going to be tough. I mean, I, you don't, you're not going to have a whole lot of familiarity from a lot of these guys here. Uh, no. Verstappen finished second the last time they were here, but uh, Lewis Hamilton led 57 laps, all 57 of them, and he won by 25 seconds. So, um, yeah. obviously an easy drive there, but if Verstappen can get out in the front there, I expect him to probably do the same. Uh, where does Sergio Perez go? He's, I don't know, we talked last week about him. He's, uh, I don't know, it seems like he's got one foot out the door almost, uh, just trying to get to the end, I think. Yeah, it's definitely weird. He's like we we've talked. He's starting to open his mouth, and it's definitely not what he should be doing. I'm sure the Red Bull people just love it. They're just you know keep keep adding. It's all we need to replace you. But I think Daniel Ricciardo is going to replace him. I really do. Okay, that's, that's I really strong, really do. Strong take. I think that could be uh, an interesting pick there. Daniel uh, ran 12th here at the uh, at the Qatari uh, Grand Prix the last time out. So. Um, I don't know. Anybody else on your radar is maybe a surprise? Uh, probably not. It's tough to do that here. It was tough, Matt. I'd love to make something up, but I was looking at, like, Yuki, and I was looking at all that, and yeah. it's just, no, it's not possible. <laughs> Where will Lance Stroll finish? 12th, oh, man. 11th, 12th? 11th. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say 11th or DNF. Yeah, I think he's it's, it's one or the finished other. 11th more than any racer in the history of, of motorsports. 11th is just, like, his perfect spot right outside the points. Yep. The best of the worst, I guess. Good enough to stick around, though. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right, so let's go uh, as we leave open wheel. Or, or we, yeah, we leave open wheel and we go to stock cars. And they're on a track that would be cool if it open wheel F1 guys would come to the Charlotte Roval. That'd be pretty awesome. sweet. I'd love to see him get on that banking and then have to slow down. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, Charlotte Roval, I like this course. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think it's very unique. It tests your skills in a lot of different ways. And uh, I'm expecting a really exciting race here as the uh, the points get down to the very end. You got guys Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, and Tyler Reddick below the cut line here. Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Martin Truax, and Chris Busch are the last four guys in that top eight right now. Uh, Sam, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on the Roval and some guys that you're interested in this weekend. Now, I'm totally in the same boat with you. I love the Roval. I, it doesn't strike me as like a regular street course. Cause obviously it's not, but it just, you get the feel of, Oh, this is NASCAR because they do the banking, but it, yeah. they don't slow down to a point where you're like, all right, yeah. like the Chicago street race that had some turns. It was, you know, it was good. You yeah. Know? No, yeah, Shane yeah. Van Gisbergen won, but it was good. Yeah. But, uh, some guys that I like here. So all the guys that are on the brink of elimination can run well on street courses. Yeah, Tyler Reddick sticks out immediately. Yes, but Reddick sticks out to me, and somebody that's not in the playoffs that sticks out to me is Joey Logano. Joey Logano sticks out to me like a sore thumb. He's ran well here. Last year he did. I want to say he led, uh, I think, let's see. Yeah, 27 laps Joey Logano led. Yeah. So, And he started first. Yeah, so he was very strong here. His rating was pretty high. So, I mean, that's something that I, I looked at him, and I also thought another guy that was not a playoff driver that has Alex run well Bowman. here is, uh, well, yes, him. He was going to be one of my dark horse plays. I, I really, really like him a lot. And oh, I think Matt. The, Kent, the, uh, the Hendrick team uh, with Chase Elliott, too, I think is a, mm-hmm. is a strong play here. I think they're, they got several cars here. Kyle Larson's won here before. Uh, William Byron's run well here, and obviously Bowman and uh, Elliott. So those guys definitely contenders. But I'm with you on the Logano. I think he's definitely dangerous. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking about the Roval so far? I like it, uh, it the, and uh, I think it's exciting. And I, I'm i going to go with Chase Elliott. Uh, and I was looking at last year's uh, 
<coughs> excuse me, results. And he, he had led 30 of the laps in that in that race. And and uh, and mm-hmm. if he's ever going to, I mean, he's run out of <laughs> races races yeah. to salvage uh, a shitty season. Uh, yeah. He hasn't won yet. So uh, he, he ran very well there last year. So uh, I'm going to go with Chase, the number nine. Yeah, Chris Bell won this one um, the last time out. Kevin Harvick, another guy that hasn't won. He's getting down to the end of his career here. So you got a lot of guys. You got Elliott, Harvick, Logano, all dangerous win contenders for guys who are, uh, you know, not really in the obviously in the playoffs now. But uh, I, I don't know, Sam. Dark horse guys. Anybody else uh, to you that's this worth a worth a look? Any of the playoff drivers? I thought Kyle Busch was interesting. Yeah, Busch has ran well here, but he's got some weird mojo going too. You know, you're not really hearing anything out of Richard Childress Racing. No, it's bizarre, too. He's had a lot of bad luck recently. He's, right now, he stands to be the the guy who's furthest out of the playoff uh, mix to try to make it to the next round. So he's gonna he's really going to have to have a strong run and get some luck to uh, – or maybe just win it to get through. But uh, So I thought maybe he was worth a look. Um, who else Who else are you looking at? Well, this is a little, little bit of a dark horse, I guess. Not to win it, but just to, for a top – five i would say you're even a top 10 is justin haley he's I, got great I, numbers yeah. and he was fifth last year and the numbers are so good if, if you got a couple bucks no i agree with don't you. be I, afraid to lose it. I, I think he's I, me and you have talked before i i think justin haley's actually a talented driver i, I do yeah. i think he's pretty good he's good he's good on a lot of, of tracks he's good on the big big tracks he's good on these road course tracks um yeah, I, I I see no reason why not throw a few dollars on him, throw a few bucks on Alex Bowman, uh, your boy Eric Jones, who's been running all right. He's uh yeah. he's run well here in the past. Um, I think he's he's worth a look at a, you know a top ten or something along those lines. Uh, one guy I wanted to ask you about is it strikes me as being odd that he's not done well here, and that's my pick to win the championship. So I'm a little bit concerned. Martin Truex has not ran well here. He's averaged around a fifteenth place finish. Now he's a very good road racer, and he at times he's dominated in at Charlotte, where he's yeah. had his car locked in and he's leading three hundred laps. So explain to me if you can why is Truex struggling so bad here at the Roval? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's one of those things that's like it's in your head, like you know when you're going to pitch in this stadium, it's just like man, you just True. you know you start. I, I don't know because you're right. He he has dominated the like Charlotte. Motor yeah. Speedway. Yeah, and he's a good road racer, so you figure it would be a good combo for him. Yeah. And he needs and a it, good it, run. It, it, yeah, he, he needs a good run, a very good run. And I just, I don't, man, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. Uh, he sits sixth right now, which is a dangerous spot, and I, I need to get him through to uh, cash my ticket to uh, to win the, the Cup Series. Uh, William Byron on top, Ryan Blaney, those guys both through. Denny Hamlin's a pretty strong spot right now. I don't think he's going anywhere. Chris Bell won this last time. He's in fifth. Uh, Chris Busher, Martin Truex, Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski. Out of those four guys, Busher, Truex, Larson, Keselowski, who do you feel the safest getting through, and who are you the most concerned about? I'd say, guess by your last answer, that it, it might be Truex. Yeah. The one that's going to go, I think, is Truex. Yeah. And uh, the safest to me, for some reason, I think is Chris Buescher. Yeah, he's been super stable. Uh, I would say him and Larson. Um, that's the thing about Larson. He's he he's a guy like even if he has mechanical problems, he still can come by. He's you just yeah, can't ever so bury. That he really guy. is like, good. He just, even with bad problems, he can still make up track position, uh, which is a testament to how good he is. 
Uh, Chris, any any thoughts? I know you're you're very high on Bubba Wallace making it through to the next round. Yeah, it, it, is this a cutoff race? Yes. This okay. Is it. Okay. Good. Good. So uh, whatever, as long as he uh, gets eliminated, uh, I don't care who wins the race as long as it's <laughs> it, it, it'll be a good race if he gets eliminated. Yeah. I. So I, I mean, I agree. Do you, uh, Sam, do you think anybody? Between Reddick, Bubba, Chastain, or Kyle Busch can put any heat on these other guys and uh, and get in that the top eight safely. Maybe Reddick, just because yeah. he's ran so well here. I would agree. He's the safest right now. Chastain, that was a tough one last week for him. Uh, yeah, we, we liked him bad. last week, and he might have had a good car and just bad luck, and uh, yeah, he never really got to show anything, so that no. that hurt. Um, but uh, kudos to you. Me and you both had Blaney as one of our top picks there. We yeah. cashed that ticket, so we had a pretty good, uh, pretty good week. The win, yes. Damn. We had a twelve to one winner on Ryan Blaney, and uh, you had Tannehill. He got he got over yeah. that touchdown prop, dude. I mean, the fa- Matt, a half a touchdown. Yeah, you that's embarrassing. It. Yeah, against a, a team that's been struggling too. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so a good winner there. Uh, just real quick, back to the race before I get you a couple thoughts on football. Um, thoughts on the Talladega race. Uh, obviously, great, great racing at the very end. Uh, Ryan Blaney, just exceptional. And some of those guys, with the runs they were getting and the you know the three grooves going at one point, I mean, that was that was very exciting. I'm glad it didn't turn out into like six overtimes with yeah, everybody that, out of the field. That was enjoyable. So, so it was a very that. good uh, race. Just give me your uh, observations. I know me and you talked about how impressive that was by Blaney to get the job done. Yeah, it was awesome. And it, it was just Blaney. That was a, a Blaney win that needed to happen to prove to me that, you know, maybe I need to not just think he's going to win one and then just go away. Right. You know, I thought the race was awesome. I can't believe Keselowski, you know, that push he gave. Yeah, that's. Just got crushed, man. Yeah, that he hurt just got us. Crushed. We were we were pretty high on him too, and uh, yeah, the RFK guys didn't didn't turn out as good as we hoped. But hey, that's the way it's going to go. But we did catch the ticket with Blaney. We had uh, a, you know, a pretty good week because of that. So uh, we'll we'll take it. Um, going back to NFL, uh, any touchdown guys looking good to you this week, or do you know yet? I'm not really sure yet. I've looked, but because some of them weren't up yesterday and now like most of them are up so yeah. i'll probably end up texting you yeah that's fine we'll put them up on uh, social media so people can stay tuned i usually put them up so like one one that i love i'm looking at right now mo alley cox is a plus 950 <laughs> to score let's go baby come on mo alley mo alley up, baby cox. he's still with a colt yeah 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 believe yeah. he is yeah yeah, yeah that'll be all right mo alley cox I, I like it uh how about in college football any anything on the card look good to you the mountaineers with a nice win they've been playing well yeah, I was looking at the the Alabama game. Mm-hmm. I just I wasn't I wasn't really sure though. I mean, what do you have any any thoughts on that game in I particular? Like it was I, like I do Bama. too. Coach, I do too. Coach loves Texas A and M. Chris likes Bama. Yeah, I like Bama too. Uh, Sam just feel like they're more talented, even though their offense hasn't been you know what it's been for the last what I can remember. I just right. we were talking about that earlier in in. You know, Bama finally it seemed like they 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 got right last week against Mississippi State looked looked much better, and we both agree that we'll take Saban over uh, Jimbo Fisher <laughs> any Saturday of the year. Yeah, and uh, well, plus we don't like Jimbo. I think he's kind of. Oh, I don't like Jimbo either. I hate Jimbo. Yeah. How about so, your boy Narduzzi last week? Good showing, huh? You know what? I I've heard some rumblings. I know it's not going to happen that Narduzzi would go to Michigan State. <laughs> All back to Michigan State, huh? On oh, the Rays get. Called yeah. first strike looking series over. They're going to celebrate now. They got all the plastic down in the locker room. Seven one. All right. Rangers first team to move on. So 
Nice. Good for them. Hey, uh, Sam, let me ask you real quick. What, what are your thoughts on the uh, Oklahoma-Texas? Or do you have any? Because that's, that's one of the marquee think, games. And I want I you think, to make me feel good because my, 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 <laughs> play, my play of the week is Texas giving, I think, six, six and, and a half. half. Hook them. Yeah, all right. Are you just saying that, or do you? Or no, no, I, I really think I really think Texas is good. They I, are. Good. I, I I think Texas is good. I don't think it's a fluke. I think that they can. I think they can beat Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma has been the same thing for a while since like Jason White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always good, but not good enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got a li- at least they got a little better defense now with Venables. But yeah, you're right. They just seem to be like always just like the. They get up there in the rankings. They do. They get up right. there. They're yeah. kind of like pretenders. I mean, they're they yeah. they're 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 a quality they team, but you, they you, have been. You know, they're not they're not going to like do damage in the postseason. Yeah. Hey, hey Sam. Um, real what? quick, last thing. Uh, did you watch any of the Baylor UCF game last week with cousin the comeback? Jake, the comeback. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Yeah, we were uh, we were here with Greta and Lauren and I had it on, and then we switched it off and put it back on, and yeah. it was just well, they were so bad in the first half, it was an so absolute bad. embarrassment. I told Coach, oh, this might be the worst team I've ever seen in the Power Five conference, and then yeah. poof, here we go. They get all this momentum. Jake makes a big play on a, to yeah. move the chains on a critical drive, and then uh, man, what a, what an ending! Jeez, uh, it had everything. It's, it was such a college football game. It really was. I mean. It was just I, I had these feelings in my gut these last couple of weeks watching Baylor. It's like, oh, I feel bad that he went. I know. And I felt the there. same. Yep. Like shit. Yeah. You know, you only have so many chances to just <laughs> pick a new place and start fresh. And uh but it was great that he made a play and that they yeah. won. But thirty six yeah. thirty five is something else. And now they get to go back home and maybe save their season as they host uh, Texas Tech. So should be. Uh, let's hope the Bears keep it rolling and uh, can finish out the season strong. I wanted to ask you guys real quick about Coach T, Mike Tallman. Just just thoughts. Just a couple thoughts. I'm just yeah. open to listen. Well, I'll go ahead and start, Chris. Uh, and it's not going to be very <laughs> flattering. Um, I think that guy's incredibly overrated. I do think he gets his teams to play hard. Mike Florio sat here in this chair and said that. I agree with that. But, man, I just – I don't think this guy's a winner. I just – I don't think – I think he's a good – you know what? I think Mike Tallman would be an exceptional college coach. Mm. I really do. But I don't think he's a pro coach, and uh, I just don't think he has good assistants around him. And uh, I just I don't know. I, I'm I'm just I'm very skeptical of him ever being uh, a top level NFL coach where they win playoff games ever again. Yeah, I, Sam, I was I was uh, I don't want to say shocked, but you know, pleasantly surprised at how uh, easily the the Texans handled them. They beat the shit out of him. But again, it's like Tallman didn't have him ready. They just went down there and, and like they, you know, they were gonna because they're the Steelers. We're just gonna show up and win, but it's not that way, and it hasn't been that way for a long time. And you know whether whether it's him or, or the or the coaches that he hires. I mean, you know, I do get tired of hearing about Matt Cannon. Like everything's his fault. I mean, no matter what happens, it you know Kenny Pickett could. Uh, Overthrow two wide open guys, and that's well, Matt Cannon's fault. I mean, <laughs> sometimes the players got to be accountable for this shit. We're going to be blaming Matt Canada for the Penguins' power play here yeah, this year too, exactly. for how bad it is. Jeez. Yeah, so, I, I'm. He's starting to say some things in these press conferences, and I'm like, all right, this doesn't make sense. You know, well, like when we're winning, it's all cool. You know, no, no. I mean, he's like, if you have red paint, paint the barn red. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking funny when you're winning. 
It is, but you're not winning, and we look yeah, like what's shit. What's he say? The standards, the standard. Right, so that like don't it. get caught up in the minutia. No, you know, yeah. Patrick Peterson shouldn't be playing. We should have re-signed Cam Sutton. We shouldn't have signed Patrick Peterson. Well, and even uh, old Madden was. He looks all, very he, old. Yeah, he was. Oh, he's going to be. A, 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 Bring a back Joe Hayden. Yeah, Joe Hayden. Right, exactly. <laughs> Artie Burns. Uh, I mean, oh, but, he couldn't cover anyone. But but uh, but Sam, you know, if they. Because they they look like they they they're gonna struggle all year, you know. So I don't know, maybe seven and ten, whatever. But if if they're under five hundred, and, and you know, do you, do you think they're probably gonna lean toward a change, or is he the guy for? I'm not sure because I was all excited when Coach T said they were gonna change during the press conference, and always said that they were gonna be more physical in practice, yeah, put the pads good. on. That's what the fuck did that mean? I saw that. That's idiotic for a pro. That's what I mean. That's not. That's not change. Well, you know what? That's that sounds desperate, right? Like we we don't know what to do, so we'll just make up something. I don't think he knows, Chris. Truly, and and, you know, this is this is uh, the case with every coach that has ever coached football. Well, maybe with the exception of that goof for the Chargers, but your only (laughs) is your only as good as the quarterback you got. I mean, really. I mean, he had Big Ben for all those years, and I think when he bailed him out of a lot, yeah, he had a lot of of deficiencies. And and he he won his first Super Bowl with basically Cowher squad, yeah, right? He took sure. over there and good veteran leadership. Yeah. Yes, right. And they, and they've had veteran leadership, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and even some you know they've had some yeah really good guys he, on the offensive line. But uh, but the the knuckleheads they've had in skill positions, Jesus Christ! I mean, it just let him get away with yeah. everything, but. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I again, if you don't have a good quarterback, I don't give a shit. You know what, how smart you are, X's and O's. I mean, just Belichick's perfect example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You kind of need that. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, all right, Sam. Any uh, closing thoughts? Anything else interest you uh, this weekend as we head into another loaded sports card? Just baseball, football. The, tw- the, twi- uh, the Twins had a chance to really pounce. They had the bases juice. They only got two runs out of it, up two zip. So, Blue Jays are lucky. Blue that Jays. one could have been busted open. Hanging so. on by a thread. Hey, Sam, too. Uh, you know, next next Tuesday's the home home opener. Drop it. Drop the puck. Yeah. We get to see Bedard. Oh, I know. He might light Jari up. Jari yeah, really, really nice. He really might. Nice. He can't play. I, I, the guy's Chris, not, did you watch that game? He's terrible. Yeah, they they kept giving them power plays. They couldn't yeah. do anything with them. Yeah, pens look like shit. We got a lot yeah. of problems already. I, I Mike Sullivan's going <laughs> to end up having to be. He's getting fired. He ha- he's getting fired. To. And I don't dislike him. I think he's mm. a good coach. But I he's, do too. But he's basically tied himself to let those veteran guys do whatever they want. Yeah, and he's, he's going to get fired. Him, so mm. yeah, if you can if you can't get the power play better with Eric Carlson, you got to go. I'm sorry. Nope, um, I, t- I totally agree. If you yeah. if you. Hell, even just having Sid and Eric Carlson, you can put three Shit. three average wingers on there. And, and us, the three, yeah. us three guys would be able to put up a few <laughs> yeah. points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I might seriously. be able to get a, a, a deflection. Yes, uh, but, uh, probably. It, 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 well, I don't know. I, Matt and I said I, I'm not sold on the tang on that, on that first power play, especially with another. I think they're forcing him to play out yes. of position. I, I think they want him back there because they know they got Malkin and Carlson who aren't responsible defensively, and he, 
they're bound to give up shorthanded opportunities. Well, I left. still, yeah. I, I agree, but yeah. let, let's focus on scoring instead. No, of, I agree. If you, you put know, it in the back of the net, you shouldn't need to worry about exactly. That. So I'm with exactly. you. Exactly. So with I, you. I, I, you know what though? It's a, every fan in every sport. It's easy to overreact. It was one game, but my God, we'll it, hear the fans chanting, "Shoot the puck!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like a guy's back will be. He'll be his his back will be towards the net, and they'll be yelling, "Shoot it!" Uh, it's yeah. Well, hey, Matt, I was telling Sam we need to go to a game. We'll get yes. We'll get, get on a Saturday night game or whatever and yep. go up there and do dinner or whatever. That'd be fun. Sounds like yeah. a winner to me. Let's hope we do it before they fall out of contention. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to be optimistic, but I don't like what I've seen so far. So Hey, I, I just got to say, go Bucks. I text Jared today. I said, hey, save save your money for next year's wild card right, game. I said, go. save your money. Take it to Perfect. the bank. Do you really believe that? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm hopeful, though. I'm hopeful. I've been cheering so long. Perfect. got way no to choice. Oh. All right, Sam. Thanks again for all the analysis. Great as always. Have a great rest of the week, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week on here on yep. Better's Last Stand. Good luck. Yep, I'll talk, I'll talk I'll to you guys. Buzz, Sammy. Later, Thank guys. You. Good night. All right. All right, that'll about do it for us here on Better's Last Stand. Matt and Chris here winding it down. Uh, always good to have Sam. Come to us via teleport in studio. Uh, reminders, check us out. Football Friday show, 12 to 3 on WKKX, The Watchdog, or you can stream it on thewatchdognetwork.com. We've got news on the missing Wheeling Park Eagle coming. We've got the entire uh, Ohio and West Virginia cards around the area. we got the Duggar Saucy Spread Week 7 lines coming out. Chris is probably going to work on his picks tonight. Jeez, I'm falling get those fast. in. Uh, try to get himself back up in contention. So, yeah, lots to come. Thanks to our friends at Jill's Gentleman's Club and Gumby's for all they've done for us, as well as the Watchdog team and our friends at IC Cab, who continue to uh, help champ get around town, our, our one and only champ. So, anyway, that's going to do it for us here in the Pine Room Studios. We will see you next week. Best of luck. Enjoy all the uh, wonderful sports action, baseball, hockey around the corner, and uh, I guess you got to sprinkle in some football, too. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see you next week here in Better's Last Stand. Uh-huh.